live so oh okay i guess we are live um on time w hosts so obviously make sure you guys let jd and ron know i start my shows on time because i take my job seriously as a host unlike some people no shots fired so um what is this episode 13 of in my my favorite show of the week the football yeah. show yeah look at that um biggest right. sport in the world so. pardon Wow, we don't have to do that. We don't have to do that. This is a peaceful show for me. Nice and peaceful. Little language boy. Let's keep it peaceful for me. Let's let's do that. Let's keep it peaceful. Um ticket is the same. Bring that ass here, boy, without no no pause, nothing. Like, yo, I'm beginning to think do this. You guys stay trying to that's trying to bring back bad memories for me. This is my time to get away from it. You guys are trying to no. I get you, I get you, but a grown ass man keeps saying, Bring that ass here, boy. I'm like, dude, <laughs> love is love, love is love. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna start. How, how's you guys' weeks been? I know, um, JVM watched his team lose to Aston Villa, Yusuf's watching his team lose right now. <laughs> Louis, Louis won a game this week, so well, we won more than one game. Don't like, I want to talk about. I can't help but look at the table, and it just pains me to know that we've beaten Man City, Tottenham, and then lost the two teams that were in the relegation zone. Like, we'd be, I'm pretty sure, top four if we had just won those games. Like, it, we beat City, lost to two of the bottom teams, beat the most informed team in Europe, Napoli, and then go and beat Benfica. Us Benfica. Benfica huh? is the most informed team. No, no, no one cares yeah. about Benfica. No, no one cares. Do you really think Benfica is the most informed team? They, they are the most informed team in Europe. So anyone, anyone can be informed in Liga Nos. Anyone can be informed. Yeah, but you said informed in Europe. That's Benfica. I like how you defend your Portuguese roots. Eh? That they won 6-1 and like the perfect score to send PSG to play Bayern Munich. And I think Bayern Munich gonna knock PSG out. Yeah, they are. They are. I still, I'm still confident in PSG. I'm still confident um, in PSG. Their, their, mid, their midfield is not a. I, every time I've watched them, their midfield is not bad, but compared to Bayern's, there's no way they're gonna win that game. That what happened to, what happened to your concerns about Bayern Munich's um, striker? What, what yeah, that's what that that striker problem is not as deep as um, PSG's midfield going up against Bayern's midfield. Kimmich, Sabitzer, Musiala. Every time those three have been together on the pitch, that team has been almost perfect. Them at least. If you are, uh, if Arsenal and uh, this is not shots fired. If us and Yusuf asking you as well. If Arsenal, Real Madrid, had to play one of those teams, either PSG or Bayern Munich, who would you want your team to play? To like, who do you think your team has the better chances beating? I have bad memories of Bayern in the Champions League. Very bad memories. So I'm going to pick PSG for that reason. Yeah, you just want to see me- Messi play. You oh, I'd 100% play. go to that game for sure. Hey, me you personally, say? me personally, when it comes to the Champions League, I don't think I'm, sc- I'm scared of anything. Like, I can have charity. the worst. You should, yeah. you should be I can scared. have the worst. You should know Real Madrid's character comes out in matches like that. No, that is the difference between Real Madrid and all of, like, a lot of teams in, teams in Europe. 
Like I'm not saying we have the best squad. Look I would say Liverpool. Team. I would say Liverpool has a similar aura to it when it comes to Champions League. Nah, not, man, not you last guys season. lost that aura a long not last time season, ago. Bro. But yeah, no, like, always in the Champions League. I'd say, I'd say Anfield kind of has that aura, but I wouldn't say. See, bro, I, I, I'd say Anfield's one of. I mean, Liverpool's one of the teams, but you can't say always. They just they, lost they used the finals. They used to. Yeah, they used, used to. to. You're getting bought next round. <laughs> they used to, bro. They used to. Remember used to. when they came back into the Champions League after okay. years of not being in the Champions oh, League? Next round. <laughs> you guys, when they came mid, back? mid 2010s, you guys were like a Europa League team. Exactly. Uh, so you can't say always. Like, so and, um, nah, yeah, but even in the cha- even in Europa League, you like there's... you never won it. You go to the final, you didn't win it. I was watching you. Where was You guys had a bad time. Very Yo, remember when they came back into the Champions League after years of not being in the Champions this League? This is crazy, YouTube. I said, fine. <laughs> they, they actually met. They actually met Real Madrid, and like, they yeah, were like yeah, yeah. Yo. I remember. People were saying, "Yo, Liverpool is back," and I'm like, "Yo, this is the worst way to come back <laughs> against Real Madrid." Yeah, we had a trash team like that. that I think was it was 2015, if I'm not mistaken. Yo. Hey, but you after Suarez, would you, right? if Real Madrid yeah, had to face either Bayern Munich or PSG in the next round instead of Liverpool? Who would you want to play? Personally, I would prefer Bayern Munich. Personally. The reason being... The reason being... Not necessarily Messi. The reason being, I still feel like PSG have an agenda. Like, PSG are going to be that team in the Champions League who never really have, like, a consistent... Like, consistent squad or consistent players or consistent wins but then goes further in the Champions League. I feel like PSG is that team this season. Bayern Munich is just like backing, bro. PSG lose to... Imagine PSG lose to Bayern in the next round. They will lose. Disperses. Like, Messi, gone. Neymar, fuck this. Mbappe, (laughs) I'm out of here. Like, you know what I mean? They will lose. Fuck all that. Imagine they lose round of 16, not even, like, finals. I feel like this is their last year to make it happen. Like, this is their last year to make it work. If not, most of the top guns in the squad after the World Cup, like, are going to be looking for, like, other places to play their trade. Especially Messi the big Miami, guns, you know. What? If Messi's Messi. not going back to Barcelona, he needs to retire. Messi going into Miami, supposedly. He should go to AC Milan. Uh, he should go to the uh, English Premier League or something. Why? Why is Miami like Messi still has something in him? Like, why are you guys quick to let Ronaldo and Messi go? Like, Messi can I'm, still play the. EPL. No, I'm, I'm not letting Messi go. Messi can still play. Yeah. In, so why Inter Miami? Like, you why said, are the Americans the trying signing. to get all of these big guns? Trying to get all of these big guns to America, you no? Know? Like, you guys just won the World Series or something, right? The Astros yeah, won the World Messi Series. Goes, if Messi goes to into Miami, that's crazy what it would do for, like, football in America. Yeah, bro, stop talking about Inter Miami. Messi won't go to Inter Miami, bro. If Messi wins Bye. the World Cup, he might. He Like, he's completed football at that point. He might just want to go vibe in Miami. He might. Miami, Inter Miami. Why not? He'll be 35. He's completed everything there is to win in football. Why not just have, have some fun and get paid? A country that a plays a league within themselves and call it call it a World Series. You want him to go there? <laughs> I'm not saying I want him to go there. I'm saying he might go there. Jesus, so, we, we just report the news. We don't make it. 
Exactly. Yeah. Don't blame yeah, us for just reporting it. what we're hearing. I get it. I get it. I get it. But you guys did um, brush over the Champions League draws, which happened not too long ago. So I'm just going to yeah, go I'm through. I'm, yes, of course. I'm a good host. Of course I have them. Don't. Don't question. W host. W host, exactly. So I'm just going to go through all the fixtures and I'm going to ask you guys to predict who you think is going to go through. Very simple. I'm going to start with Leipzig and Man City. Yusuf, who do you have winning? <laughs> <laughs> there's, no, there's no need to laugh. There's no need to laugh. Leipzig no, are a solid team. No, nah, dis- no, killed no disrespect. <laughs> no disrespect to Leipzig, but y'all didn't sleep well, bro. Uh, that was <laughs> funny. Point, does everyone Yo, have sorry, Leipzig? 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 Yeah, ask me, yeah. ask, ask me how, 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 how many goals City are going to win both legs. But <laughs> I think Haaland's going to be happy. It's, it's going to be close. It's going to be close. Don't disrespect Leipzig. It's not going to be close, bro. bro. He's going to be bro. back in Germany comfy with it. It is not going to be close. So you guys will have Man City then, I guess? Yes. Yeah. I'm not even I'm not even trying to be like different on that one. I'm not even trying. Like yeah, there's no room to be I'm different. I'm not trying to get a clip on that one. Yeah. 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 Okay, so what about Frankfurt and Napoli? Is that a clean sweep again? Yeah, yeah, I believe yes. in Napoli. The only Italian team I've believed in in a while is and and Roma, the Roma that beat Barcelona. But like Napoli are looking very scary. And Arsenal though. Arsenal are looking beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Um, how about there's no need? <laughs> there was no need, carry on. There was definitely need. There was um, no ha- need. How about Club Bruges and Benfica? Is that once again another case? Benfica? Benfica, hey, Benfica, come on, hey. Hey, hey, let's, let's, not, let's not play this game. Let's not play this game. I have to go with my you. guy, JV Benfica, all the way, bro. Benfica let's not play this game. Way. Guys are sleeping on Bruges. Hey, let's not play this game. Yeah. Benfica all Club the way. I got Club Bruges. Yeah, you, you, you're just saying that for vibes. Benfica. No, no, no. Yeah. Bro, so I got you. Like Benfica all the okay, way. Okay, why? Why? I'm with you on this one. Didn't they, they didn't concede any goals in the group stage. I could be wrong, but they did compete. Uh, they were solid, though. They let's, were solid. Let's say that was true. Look at their group. Who did Benfica play? Come on, let's be serious. Atletico de Madrid. Atletico. Hey, I don't think it's that crazy. The best team in the world of the best player in the world. He is. I'm not trying to disrespect Messi. Yeah, but... I don't know why you did all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Messi, Messi is Messi is him, but we still topped that group. You're gonna go play against clubs, Bruce. Hey, I can not easy that. group, but way more favorable group than us. Benfica. Facts, facts, facts. I, I have Benfica well. too, but don't disrespect Club Bruce. Very good side. How about yeah, um, I'm really loving the Benfica team though? I need a jersey. Next season, Schmidt's not gonna be there. Our manager's not gonna be there next season. I that guy's too good. Benfica fan. I thought he was I didn't know that. I'm a Benfica fan. No, so how about... ha- yo, Mars, haven't you heard him like I've push heard him, agendas I've heard, for his Yes, I've heard yeah, him back in Benfica. Yeah. I thought it was just he's Portuguese, he wanted to just big up the league. I don't know. No, he's he has been giving like he has been pushing a Benfica agenda, like low key. Like he doesn't do it loudly, but like you know, yeah, I like it. It's kind of like me and Asante Kotoko, you get me? <laughs> nah, um, stop. Nah, you don't need to hear about the Ghanaian league. Yeah. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I, I was start watching the Australian league just to spite Louis. <laughs> I hate, I forget, the, I forget these countries have leagues, you know, I'm not going to lie. I just forget. Yo, Louis, 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 what's, what's your team in Australia? What's your team? Uh, I'm 
I'm from South Australia, Adelaide, Adelaide United. Oh, like the ladies, ladies name team. Okay, I like it. <laughs> um, the next fixture is Dortmund and Chelsea. This is this is going to be a close one, but I have Dortmund. I don't think Chelsea have shown me anything this season. Torrent me picking them over a team yeah, that gave coaches confused. City yeah, so much trouble. Graham Potter looks like he's struggling. I got Dortmund. It's confused, bro. Well, I think I think, what the, I think Graham Potter has just like zero Champions League experience. I feel as manager. I correct me if I'm wrong. He has, yeah, he has zero. That, I think he's, that he's think had that, he has European experience though. That goes against him. I think that that goes against them as a club. Uh, I think Chelsea are being let down. Aubameyang's uh, a bum. I feel like Raheem Sterling has been scoring. But barely, it's not. Yeah, he's not making headlines, sort of thing. So, <laughs> Kai Havertz inconsistent. Yo, Kai Havert, no, Kai Havertz is Kai consistent. consistently is trash. He's bad. I said this. A Kai, weeks Kai ago, Havertz is basura, eh? Kai, Kai Havertz is basura, eh? Yo, he's, he's basura, bro. Like, it's bro. yo, Elliot this like, year, it's yeah? that bad. And Louis, don't, don't, don't get on Aubameyang. He played 90 minutes with no pass. Don't get on him. Played the one you should be getting on is the person. The one you should be getting on is the person you just mentioned. Um, what was his name? Kyle. Um, a no. bummy bum. Sterling. He's a bum. Sterling. Sterling. Sterling is a shadow of himself. Against Arsenal, he felt like he didn't know what to do with the ball at times. I was marvel. Like no, that's what happens when you play against the best team in the league. Like what do you expect? That's life. They need a better number. And that, all that promo is stuff is cringe. Like, unless it wasn't, you goals, as if he agreed to do that little promo. Louis, yeah, that promo it's was not about disgusting. their number nine. The people don't even pass to number nine. They can have Haaland right now and he, he won't score goals. He need a pass to score the goal, bro. Like, they don't pass to number nines. Like, me and Mars, like, hit on it, like, last episode. They don't pass to number nines. And you can watch the Arsenal game. Show me the clear-cut chance that Aubameyan had. Not even clear-cut, half a chance. Yeah, Chelsea is no. a club where number nines, they go to die. You, you don't get chances if you go to Chelsea. You don't get chances. I can't remember chances. the last good number nine they had. It's Drogba, and then it's been Drogba. maybe Diego Nando Costa. Torres. Yeah, Diego Costa. Diego Costa, Diego I was going to say. is, like, the only one of, like, the last Nando decade Torres. they've had. Well, we, we know that didn't work out. No, no. Besides that goal against Barcelona. Say that, but when you look at no, 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 no. Costa did work out. They won the Torres league. Didn't. Torres, did yeah, oh, Torres, yeah. No, yeah, I Liverpool think sold them Torres well. without the goals. <laughs> yeah, to- Torres wasn't what they paid. Liverpool sold Torres and kept the goals. Why not? He won a Champions League. He won. He won Premier League titles with him. He was yeah. their top goal scorer in some. In I think I can't remember which season it was. It wasn't that high a tally. But I thought it was hard done by. Yeah, he was there. He was within the team. He wasn't terrible. Sure. I'm not saying he was Kai Havertz. He was coming he from the bench. He wasn't what they paid. He was coming he from the bench. They paid 50 million. And they didn't get what they wanted. You know that he Not was supposed to be there with Suarez at Liverpool. Like they signed them to play together. Like that. That would have been scary. That would have been unreal. That would have. That would have. That would have messed up with uh, Suarez's career. Jake McKay no, said Chelsea need a midfield turnover. It would have they need to get rid of career. Jorginho and replace Kante. Yeah, Kante, still Kante, can't, Kante can't stay fit, which is a major problem. It's, yeah. I think it's time for Kante to... 
and, not, and when I say replace Kante, out, but... I mean because of his age. Kante is one of the best. Age and match fitness. We might see Kante on the list today. We might see Kante on the list. We might see. Who knows? And Louis, what I was talking about is, is um, it would it would have like uh, messed up with um, Suarez's career because we all know it was in Liverpool that Suarez turned into a beast of a striker, not a beast of a player, a beast of a striker. It was in the EPO that he realizes he realized that you as a striker have to let go of some things, footballing wise, to be like the top dog. He was in Liverpool, and if he would have been playing with uh, Torres, he would want he would have to be like a number ten for Torres. Torres would be the main guy. Look at Daniel Sturridge. Like he's, he's, he's not Torres. He's, best he's, he's not. He's not Torres. He's Daniel Sturridge. Torres like, in Liverpool no, 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 was a bit, king, bro. Daniel Sturridge, Daniel Sturridge is more is is just as much of a like traditional striker, like playing off the shoulder as as uh, Fernando Torres is, I would say. And but who was scoring the most goals? Who was scoring the most goals? Who was being who was chances being created for the most? Between him and Torres, he would be creating more chances for Torres. You know why? Because he's good on the ball. He can do all of those things. He's like Benzema for Cristiano Ronaldo. He can't do it. So why you can't do it, they're going to put that responsibility on you. I think it wouldn't have worked with Kenny Dalglish as the manager, but I think it would have worked with Brendan Rodgers. I didn't say it wouldn't work. I didn't say it wouldn't work. I mean, it would have... We wouldn't be speaking of Suarez as the striker that we are speaking about him now if he had played in that system with Torres. Hard to say. No facts. Jake McKay said you're lying, and then Suarez is already great at Ajax. So. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but no one said he wasn't great. A player as a goal great scorer, as a striker, as a very goal much. scorer. Suarez was never too much of a goal scorer until he came to Liverpool. Actually, 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 actually to, to be fair, to be fair, he was scoring goals, goals, but I'm just saying, like, I agree with you, Yusuf. What we mean is just like the leap he took. Like Suarez in 2014 yeah. was a different animal. No, no one's saying he wasn't good at Ajax. No, no one is saying that he wasn't scoring goals at Ajax. It's just the, the player that Suarez was in 2014, he needed to be within within that Liverpool system. Yeah. That was the first time in his career he was scoring above 30 goals. So, like, that is a big leap. You get me? And you, I keep, I keep uh, pushing this agenda. As a striker, for you to be a prolific number nine, you need to let go of all of, like, the footwork, and you need to let go of some footballing aspects of your game. Benzema had to do it last season to be this type of striker. Not saying you are letting go of it totally, but you need to let go of it. That way, you position yourself well for like those easy goals, tap-ins and stuff like that. If you don't, and you want to be a part of the build-up, who then taps in? You get it. You wouldn't get goals like that. You can't constantly be a part of the build-up. You should constantly want to position yourself to benefit from the builder and top strikers had to do that you get me ibrahimovic was oh, like suarez and ayas ibrahimovic let me let me mention players didier drogba in france was a ball playing player benzema last season ibrahimovic if you've seen ibrahimovic as a youngster he used to yeah. be like that with the ball everybody like Mention any top striker. I'm not talking about strikers who are naturally go pushes directly, boom, boom. No, I'm talking about strikers who knew how to like control the ball and play like that. They had to change. 
mention any top striker who used to play like he had to change. Torres had to change. Every top striker. Do you think think Aguero really changed from Atletico to City? Like, he scored more goals, obviously, but I don't think his style of play changed drastically. And in Aguero in Atletico and Aguero in City are similar, but there's one thing about Aguero's game. Even though he's a part of the build-up, people don't see him move to be a beneficiary of the build-up. You get it? So he might be a part of the build-up. Like Benzema is still a part of the build-up. But he became more of a beneficiary of the build-up in last season's uh, team. So he he didn't lose his ability to be a part of the build-up. I'm saying now he's more conscious of being in position to benefit from the build-up. So Aguero didn't really change too much, but he still put himself in position. You are playing with Silva. You don't have to be here, bro. Go and score the goal. You get it. Yusuf, Yusuf, I get your point that you think that Suarez wouldn't have been the player that we're talking about now if he'd been playing with Fernando Torres. And I'm just going to disagree because I think if he could play with Daniel Sturridge, he's traditionally, uh, or sorry, infamously very selfish as a player. I think I think he with Torres as well. Uh, I think I think that. Suarez was able to thrive with Neymar and Messi. So how is he not going to be able to thrive? Don't compare Neymar and Messi to you, Fernando Torres, bro. Bro, I'm not comparing did you see them. the Suarez hey, hey, that's against Neymar and Messi? That's not what I'm saying. But how's he get? I'm I'm arguing that Yusuf is saying that so we wouldn't be talking about Suarez like the play he is now if he was playing with Fernando Torres. Why? Yeah, because Fernando Torres would have never he would have shared the goals with Torres, bro. He shared the goals with Messi and Neymar. Like that, like no, bro. There was a time in the creating for him. Like he didn't need look, Neymar, Neymar took Neymar took Neymar took a goal scoring like uh, uh, um, um, off days in some games just to let uh, Suarez score. Messi didn't play false nine, uh, false nine against Suarez. Messi played false nine against every striker. He didn't play false nine against Suarez just to make Suarez benefit from goal scoring. You get me? So there was a lot being done in the system just to benefit Suarez. You get me? He played. Who you didn't? Point. Did Messi, Messi play false night uh, with David Villa? Did Messi play false night with uh, Ibrahimovic? Why did Ibrahimovic? Messi played false night with uh, Thierry Henry. In all of those things, he's taking goals out of the mouth of the strikers. The strikers isn't that, now isn't that to... because of Pep, not Messi? Yeah, it's not. I'm not blaming Messi for it. It's Pep's system. I'm trying to say he's still taking goals out of the mouth of the strikers, right? So I'm telling you, when Suarez came there, Messi played in his role, and we know Messi in his role would constantly create for Suarez. The reason being, you are comparing Messi, who would score and create, to Torres. Create much. So that means Suarez would be the one creating. So you think, do you really think uh, Suarez would score 30 goals when he uh, playing with Torres? Do you really think that? Yeah. Playing with a striker like Fernando Torres? Yes. Bro, no. You are going to share the goals with Torres. You can't play with Ronaldo and score 30 goals. You are sharing the goals with Ronaldo and he's going to score more. I I just disagree. I just disagree. I feel like like that would have been a match made (laughs) made in heaven 
Torres, Suarez, that sounds amazing. Jake McKay said Suarez scored like... 49 in 2010 for Ajax. So No one said he wasn't scoring. That wasn't the point. Talking about different systems between Liverpool and Chelsea, that wasn't the point. Should have right, so, I'm done, uh, I'm done with my Suarez agenda. I'm done with my Suarez agenda. Other Champions League matchups that we have. Uh, <laughs> I'm done with my this is just struggling. The the next one was Liverpool and Real Madrid. So I, I know where Louis going with that one. <laughs> I know where I know where Eustace is going with that one. So JVM is on you. You're the decider. Who's who's going to win? Real Madrid. Why? Why? From what I've seen from Liverpool this season, why would I pick Liverpool? They beat Man City. <laughs> they beat Man City. And and Liverpool's and the, I'll like get to that in a second. And Liverpool's biggest um, shortcoming so far this season has been their midfield. Their defence has been bad at times, but um, it, that, that defence with Van Dijk is still, will, I don't think will ever be um, bad. The attack, still good. Just their midfield. And if, you, if you're going up against the likes of uh, Modric, against the likes of Tronami and, and Cruz, you've been excellent this season. And then Kamavinga coming off the bench, I don't think Liverpool have an answer for them. Let alone Vinny, Benzema and the touch up front. Valverde, this is the form he's been this season. Eden Hazard. Stop pushing this Eden Hazard agenda. He's I love Hazard. I have him as one of the best wingers of all time. But um, this he's not being um, him anymore for Real Madrid. That's because Real Madrid are hating on him. Give Eden Hazard the keys and he'll carry them to the promised land. Um the next matchup Inter Milan and Porto. So far, every tie has basically been a clean sweep. Except for the last two. So, how do we have Inter Milan and Porto? I think it's going to be a close one. It, it might be the match of like the match to watch. Yeah. Inter Milan haven't really like wowed me this season either. And Porto have been solid. So, this could go either way, really. But I'm going to lay more towards Inter Milan. But it could go either way. You could I, go have Porto. Way. I have Porto. What is worth? Me too. I have Porto. I have Porto. The uh, next, Real Madrid. The next one is like the real I definition Milan. of struggle. I have Inter Milan, by the way. Okay, so 2-2. Two, 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 two. The next one is AC Milan and Tottenham. I have AC Milan. Easily. AC I have Tottenham. AC Milan, Tottenham. Bye, AC. Bye, bye, Louis. I, I still... I still <laughs> no, no, no Tottenham support around here. I still believe in Conte, though. How can you believe in Conte in Europe? What's he showing you? I still believe in him as a coach. Like I feel like, look, I know coach. I like I like coaches who, who like can like go dirty and win a game. You know, even though he's not really pulling in Tottenham right now, I feel like he's trying to play a system that isn't his. He's doing the same thing. Um, Simeone is doing with Atletico. Like you can't buy players that don't fit your style of play, and. Tottenham is doing the same thing. Like Conte, we know your style of play. We know your style I, of coaching. I feel like the signings he's made have been good. A lot of the signings Conte brought in, even uh, obviously earlier on in the summer last year, they like they, they don't fit his style of play. Like now, he's, he's he's trying to have a team that is not a defensive team defending. Bentancur and all of those people that you brought, Perisic, he's old. Bentancur, like you are trying to get them to defend when. Conte likes his players all around. Everybody should have like some defensive capability. And I don't think this group 
are doing that for him. So that is the problem I'm trying to highlight. It's not like he's the Emerson players Royale. are not good. Emerson yeah, Royale's that kid. He's, he's yeah. Good. Yusuf, Jake yeah. McKay wants some smoke with you. He he he's requesting to get on the show just to cook you. So you guys <laughs> might might want to handle that. I I got you, bro. I got you. I got you. <laughs> The last, the last tie is the, in my opinion, probably the, one of the biggest, if not the biggest, between Liverpool and Real Madrid. But PSG and Bayern Munich. I have PSG. I have Bayern um, Munich, and I have it being the straw that broke the camel's back at PSG. I do um, agree with that. If they don't win it this year, is is over. I do yeah. have Bayern Munich, and it's because and, and PSG, and PSG's defense is shaky as well. Yeah, I, I also would like to say that after this round of sixteen, the this uh yeah this round of sixteen is it draw, it is if if city if city don't win this year, yeah, yeah. I, I'm also curious at when they're gonna win it because to have True. either PSG, Liverpool, Bayern, or Real Madrid, two of them go out so early on, and then you're left. Yeah. With, like it's got to be right. like you got right. Napoli is one of the closest competitions after that. Like, yeah, like it opens it opens it opens it up for them to win. It opens. I, it up I agree with that. This this city team as it is constructed right now with Holland up front, they have to win it this year. They have I agree. to. Yeah, they have a perfect team. Like no excuses. Um, I do want to talk about just the Barcelona Man United in the UEFA Europa League. That's the only one I'm really going to talk about. I don't really care about the other fixtures. So, JBM, how, how, how do you feel? How do you feel about that? I didn't realize it was a playoff to get. Is that it was rigged. <clears throat> I think it's new. I've, I don't know about this. This is new to me. Yeah, it, it is new. They usually have a round Yo. of thirty-two. Yeah, that, they normally have a round of thirty-two. So I was a bit surprised to see this, but now I see. But I like it. I like Barcelona it. It's Man like United. more pressure. To, like JVM, to finish first place. I thought I was the only person who saw the draw, and I'm like, "Yo, it feels rigged." If <laughs> it was, rigged. I mean, they tried to they tried to rig There's the Champions no way. League last year with Man United and PSG getting in the same group. They tried to do that, and then they got called out for it and had to do the How? draw. How? There was something about they took the ball from the wrong pot to try to get Man United and PSG in the same group, and then it got called out all over Twitter, and they had to do a redraw. I'm it, telling it you, crazy. bro. I don't know what it is in my them trying to mess up my club, but we're not going to Barcelona. So, I said at the start of the season uh, that Barcelona were going to win the Europa League. I should have put money <laughs> yeah. on that. Yeah, you did. You did, got, you did say that. You did say that. You did. I got Barcelona beating. Uh, yeah, that was, that okay, was so hard. Like, that no, was like jokes aside, jokes aside. Yeah. I don't think I have no faith in this United team, bro. Our midfield. I thought you were liking what Ten Hag was doing. I, I do like. I do. I think what Ten Hag's doing right now is um, kind of a miracle. I do think that because this team shouldn't. We shouldn't be playing this well. And the way Ten Hag has uh, gone our defense to play this season is um, amazing. Especially Fresh how how, how bad how bad bro, ten, ten how bad we've shit, been for the last few years. Ten Hag is shit, bro. I guess Barcelona. Your attack has been really bad. We're gonna lose. Oh, oh, so you, shit, you agree bro. you're going to lose. Like, yeah, we're going to lose. Bro. Ten, ten haggis shit. Like, bro. What has this team shown me so far this season to warrant me saying that we're going to beat Barcelona? Who, first, in the Champions League, they've not been uh, very good. But who in the league have been the be the second best team in La Liga? And who've only lost to Real Madrid, arguably 
top two, top three team in the world. Man United would also be second in La Liga if they replaced Barcelona. No, they, we wouldn't. They would. La Liga is Farmers League. Um, but not. Yusuf, you're saying Ten Hag is um, not Barcelona. good. Why? Yeah, why? I don't see. I don't see United playing anything that I can like point and say, "Yo, as yo." Of course, he United. can't. He can't play the football he wants to play. He do, he doesn't have the striker he needs. His his um his wingers are, are constantly inconsistent, and the midfield he wanted he didn't get, so he had to um. So he has, no, no, he we has to are going to put everything on the players, like. No, I'm not putting everything on the players. I'm saying most of most the reason why um you said Tanag wasn't doing anything. And I'm saying the reason why Tanag can't do what he wants to do right now is because he doesn't have the pieces around him to play the system that he so wants. So which striker did he want? Um striker that he wanted. I, mean, I know he I, wants Blahovic now. I'm hearing that Man United want Blahovic. That is now. When he got even looking, he went, we weren't even bro. looking to seriously buy a striker. Because our board is incompetent. A striker, sh- a striker should look. have been addressed this summer. Then you look why at didn't the coach? Why didn't the coach push for that? He wanted the to coach push for the young Antony. and he get the young. He there are things that a coach can Antony. push for, but our board Bro, is incompetent. You see the reason I'm telling you Ten Hag is basura? You keep pushing for the young. The guy doesn't He's want not. to come. You were still pushing for him till the end yeah, of the but, yeah, transfer but, window. But that wasn't his Two, fault. What was that your contingency plan? What was your contingency plan? Casemiro, last minute? Second? Anthony was your target. Yeah. Uh, third, you brought Lissandro Ant- Martinez. Anthony has been good for us this season. But yeah, carry on. Lissandro li- li- Mati- Martinez. All one of, of the best centre backs. In- one of the best centre backs for the season. One of the best centre backs so far this season in the Premier League. I'm Yo, not saying he's bro. the best. I'm not saying he's the best. Do you I'm see how he gets one of the best bullied? Backs so Do you see season. how he gets bullied? When has Martinez been bullied? He got bullied against Brentford. Yeah, but the, but that was because of um. You one, can just was... say he got. You can just say he got bullied. Hello. You can accept. You don't need to give him an excuse Look, for that. He, he got bullied by Ben Mee. No, like, I'm I'm not having I'm not having Bro. you say Martinez it has not been one of the best centre backs. Oh, I think he's been good. I think he's I think he's, he's been, been good. Okay, okay, so wait. So okay, please you've mentioned so far this season. Anthony has been good for us, and Martinez has been very good for us. So yeah, carry on. Uh, if that is if that is what because I'm saying he needed a striker. You said one of the things that needed to be addressed was a striker. When yes. he got hundred million, he didn't go for a striker. And our all, board is incompetent, the and window, they didn't send a striker because they, because bro, they they the love window, Ronaldo. And they, they didn't want to have to replace Ronaldo. That's why. The window. You, now you see Ronaldo's name comes in. And at the and end Martial of the day, was meant to at be the end of the day, the only Martial reason we are not fair. talking. About, the only reason we are not don't tell me in the beginning of the season you guys were putting your eggs in the Martial basket. We, we were. all know we Martial were. was a we were. Oh, we were. On, bro. But Martial, look, look at how we were set up during the preseason. We yeah. were. Martial was meant to be playing with this team. It was meant to be Martial, Rashford and Sancho, right? Exactly. He was meant to play. He's just been injured. You see, then it is not your board. It's your coach. If you're actually going to play Martial, Rashford and Sancho in the EPL when people are parading Halad. Even the Chelsea yeah, front line but... is better than Martial, Rashford, and Sancho, bro. Ooh, and it has Kai Havertz, bro. Yeah, I don't, know about, bro I don't know about that. Any front line with Kai hey, Havertz is relegated. First of hey, all, that, that, that Chelsea Havertz, comparison was a stretch. They played pretty dead front three. Yeah, it's, it's the fifth worst. It's the fifth best out of big six, like easily. Chelsea's the only one worse, but 
other than that, you're not in your Western Tottenham, Liverpool, Arsenal, and Man City. You and can't criticise a player who has not been playing so far this season, Yusuf. That's so it. right now you've mentioned what? Martial, who's not really played. Anthony, who's been good. And I'm trying uh, Martin, to say, who's been in very the first good. position, why would a coach put his eggs in the Martial basket when we, as even fans, for the last few years know he has been known for his inconsistency? That is one. When you say a striker should have been addressed, I understand you. We all know a striker should have been addressed. Don't blame it on Ronaldo. Blame it on your coach. I, did, I didn't blame Ronaldo. I blamed it on the board. I didn't blame Ronaldo. Constantly, I blamed on the board. For constantly backing on the um, Dijon train when we all knew this thing was slacking. Remember, in one of the uh, beginning episodes, uh, episodes, Mars, I was talking about the fact that why is United still in the market for De Jong when they should have a plan B for when De Jong doesn't come? I agree. I you said our board is incompetent. You, you know, blame Tenak for it. I said our board is incompetent. Bro, you, hey, you, can't, you can't blame Tenak for our board not being able to sign players. Cost, bro. Why do you go back to Ajax and sign all of this? Ajax players, when we know in the past few years, because that's Ajax the players Academy he's worked with and who have, yeah, who have been, been able fraud, to, who bro. he's been able to and see success with, and who know, and who know how to play fraud. the system. Hey, Mars, 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 Mars. Can mm -hmm. you highlight this? Net, the the next one, the Man United should go for Ivan Tony. <clears throat> I think it no, says a lot. I think it no, says a lot. No, they shouldn't. No, they shouldn't. I think it says a lot no, about no, the state of Manchester United because <laughs> if if it's last minute. If it's last minute in the transfer window, Ten Hag knows he's not going to play uh, Ronaldo. I don't believe Martial was injured. Was he going into the season? He wasn't. So, but if you knew that you weren't going to play Cristiano Ronaldo, he was going to play Ronaldo. United should be able to have the call to get Ivan Tony from Brentford. He was going you to don't play even Ronaldo. Like Brentford. They, they should going be to play Ronaldo. Fuck him. So I, why what, what happened between him and Ronaldo? He, if he was going to play Ronaldo, do, do you want me to what happened? What happened, the, what happened was that um, Ronaldo doesn't fit our system. That's what happened. What, what happened was that um, Tenag thought that he could he was going to be able to play Ronaldo. Whenever he played Ronaldo, Ronaldo Ronaldo didn't press. And again, that that that's one of the points where you could point uh, four to Tenag. We should have sold Ronaldo. But again, you that doesn't that doesn't just fall um, on Tenag's four shoulders. That falls also on the board's shoulders. But the board were never going to sell um we're never going to sell Ronaldo. And going back to the Ivan Tony thing, I think Ivan Tony, he's doing very well for the team that he is in. But his <laughs> overall play is not it. Let's not overrate, let's not say oh, Ivan Tony is one of the best players in the league. Just look at his him. passing. I'm not fully sold on Ivan Tony. I wouldn't personally want him as my as my uh, number nine to propel me to the top. Of the like, for where Man United are trying to go, but if men if if that's what Manchester United need, if they know they're going to be short on some uh, going into the season, if they're such the 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 glory powerful man, I, I'm just saying it it shows a lot of the like shows where Manchester United's at that they don't have the pool now to because uh, they have the resources obviously, and even Louis, if they don't, I agree with you. Get it to to just go get even if it's for a season. And then you're going to even get another one after that or bring someone else in or you know Martial's fit. Like, that's what you need to be able to compete is have like someone like Ivan Tony on your bench. Even if he's if Martial is his man, and and like I said, that is a dead front three. But if that's what you think Ten Hag's front three is, is Sancho, Rashford, Martial, Ivan Tony, if you're going to challenge for the Premier League, for Champions League, things like that, you need like that kind of quality sitting on your bench.
I agree with you. My only problem with this was Yusuf saying that Tenag wasn't doing anything. When you can't, pl- you can't um, put the blame on Tenag for that, when it's the board that's meant to do those things. This board has been incompetent for 18, 19 years now. It's not Tenag. I'm not it's saying Mourinho. the board hasn't even, been Even Sir Alex, bro. even with Sir Alex, they're incompetent. With Sir Alex, bro, I'm not Mourinho, saying the Moise, board hasn't every been single manager. I'm not saying the board hasn't been incompetent, bro. But I'm talking about a coach. Like, if last season, when he came, he was in the market for, like, some strikers, or he was in the market for some players, and we know, okay, the board didn't champion or didn't push for him to get those players, I'll be cool with saying the board, the board, the board, the board, the board. But I'm shifting some blame on him because I've seen him put all his efforts into getting one player and it looked like he didn't have a plan B for whoever else he can get. Ajax players are not the only players in the world, bro. Ajax, so you wanted to create a whole Ajax 11? What are you doing, bro? Every player he needed was Ajax players, bro. I'm, if I'm lying, tell me I'm lying, bro. The only, it's only now he's looking for um, the, the Juventus striker. It's only now I, I've heard him mention someone outside of the whole IR system. Someone you played for like two years, three years ago, he's in Barcelona, he doesn't want to come. Steal him. You can again, look for look again, for Yusuf. B, I'm not saying I'm not saying we had we didn't have a bad transfer window. And the point you brought up was a good point. Tenag should have looked at a different manager. But my problem with you was you saying that Tenag has not been good this season. That's my problem with you. Yeah, I don't Tenag has been good this season. With the, with the player pool that he has and to where I, I expected them to finish, which was sixth, the way Tenag has gotten this team to play, even though it's not pretty, would have been much... Look at last season. Look at last season, especially towards the end of, the, of last season. Compared, to, compared that to where we've been with Tanak so far this season, I think Tanak has done a good job. And it's going to take time. Did you expect to have a negative goal difference a third of the way through the season? No, I didn't. I, I didn't expect us to be to, to have lost 4-0 against Brentford, to be 4-0 done our, our half-time and to not even be able to score a goal in the, in, the, in the second half. I didn't expect us to be um, losing to City the way we did. I didn't expect us to, um, on the game where we could have made the top four, to lose to Aston Villa, who just sacked them, who just sacked their manager. I didn't expect that. Again, we've not been um, we've not been excellent. This team is still bad. I still have us finishing sixth. However, you can't tell me to where we were, to the transfer window that we've had, and to where this team is, the squad is right now. You can't tell me that Tenak has not done a good job with this team so far this season. Uh, with the transfer window that you had, you must you yes, had we had spending close to two hundred million. JVN, you must spending, not be spending money. Spending money. We did, we did, we did, we did the transfer window tier list, and people were JVN, trying to tell me when I had an eighty and eighty. Well, well, most people don't. Mars, you remember that, right? Yes, and I was trying to say they should have had a B or a C, and we were being most people casual fans. I was saying, shows if you ever watched the show VD, if you ever watched the show JVM, called you guys casuals. Well, if you said if you said we had a good transfer window, I said it was shit. VD like loved it. It was bad because, because we, we didn't we didn't address the main problems with this team. We kept Ronaldo, and look how we are right now. Casemiro. But wait, wait, Casemiro wait. You said bad, keeping no, dude, look, look, no, but it was a panic. So why are you speaking saying you we kept Ronaldo? Like entering into this season, you didn't think, yo. 
Like you were like, we kept Ronaldo. Like into this season, wait, wait. Into this season, I'm not saying. I'm not saying. Into this season, I understand you. If you say we kept Ronaldo into this season, I would understand you. But coming into the season with the season he had last season, you can't say going into the season that Ronaldo was going to be like trash. Trash. You get me? So don't say we kept Ronaldo like. He was bad last season and like we no, were bringing no, no, him into that wasn't this. What, that wasn't what I was trying to say. I, I actually believe that Ronaldo had a great season last season. I think he was one of the best players in the Premier League, not only because he finished third, but he finished third in a team that massively underachieved last season. I'm saying we kept Ronaldo when we knew he wanted to leave. He was pushing for move. Right. He didn't train with us. And our board right. was so incompetent that they couldn't let him go. They couldn't find him a fit. And you can say that um, teams didn't want him. But if our board was actually good and they were, tr- and they were actually trying to um, re- do a rebuild this season, Ronaldo was one of the players that had to move on. Because um, if even us as fans, like we could, you could easily tell that the high pressing football, the ball possessing, the um, high possession football that Tanak plays, Ronaldo, Ronaldo does not fit that system. However, this board being incompetent for 18, 19 years for that keeping Ronaldo for that keeping Ronaldo was a good idea. Right and her coming JVM. out constantly to say I want to keep Ronaldo, I want Ronaldo well, to play, I want Ronaldo to play. JVM as a it's only the board? I, I, I don't think Tanag and I'm not saying that's a good point. I don't think Tanag really meant to keep Ronaldo because look look at how he's uh, why come Ronaldo. out constantly and say he has to say that. Like, he has to say that. If your bosses, if your bosses are saying we're going to keep this guy, you can't go in and say, "Oh no, we, we, I don't want, him, I don't him moving my team because it doesn't fit my system." You can't JVM. say that. As yeah. a United fan, when when you signed Ronaldo back, what were your thoughts? I was very happy. I oh. I I believe that before we signed Ronaldo, that we were able to finish in the top four. I believe that with Ronaldo, we were um, going to be able to push for that third place and well, of course do you think and now and now that do you think that, that he should go now is that what you think or do do you want him there um i want him to i want him to go not so much because he's been bad this season because he has but again mainly because this system does not favor him okay. at all okay fair enough can we do the midfield now can we do the midfield yeah, top can. 10? The, what the show was actually about, and we went all the way off to Cristiano Ronaldo again somehow. See, so, we had to uh, go, we had to go to this because of Tenag. The gold. Yeah, we 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 go to some we go off some crazy tangents sometimes. So as you can see by the title of the show, we were talking about the greatest midfielders of all time. So we did this with the players, the greatest players of all time. I asked everyone on the panel, the people up here and the people who couldn't make it today for their top 10 midfielders. They sent me their top 10 midfielders. I tallied up the points. First place is 10 points. 10th place is one point, etc. And now I have the combined top 10 of the midfield as decided by the panel. I tried to abide by a particular criterion, which was like during their prime that they were mostly like central, central, you know what I mean? Not kind of like... Hanging out on the right or like more of like into the left wing, you know what I mean? And so, like spoiler that. alert: no David Beckham on Louis' list. <laughs> there we and go. I, anyone that I kind of considered, like more like they could be a forward, you know what I mean, or a midfielder. I kind of, I kind of left them out. But me anyone too, else want to get too, their criteria too. off? 
Yeah, me too. Me uh, too. Yeah, yeah. Some like yeah, those people that I feel like were forwards, mid. I kind of left them out just because I feel like they get shown so much love in most of this all-time list that like the typical midfielders don't get that love. So if we are doing a midfielders list, I wanted to stick to people who plied all of their trade in like actually playing in the midfield role. Okay, um, with me, it's just I had two main two main points. Number one was I considered what you were good at. And then one B is how do you compare with other guys with similar skills? So let's say that you were good at passing. At passing, compared to the other players that played with you in your time or players that played after, where does your passing ability rank? And then um, your you got foot... Busquets high, huh? You got we'll Busquets high. We'll see. And then impact to winning. And again, a lot of fans, not just in football and other sports as well basketball too, is they rank people winning trophies way too high when comparing players. Like, I was talking to my friends, and I love those guys, but they were like, some of their points was, oh yeah, this guy, he has uh, he has a World Cup, he has a Champions League, he has to be high on this list. I didn't consider that at all. I considered how impactful you were to that team, but I didn't consider players, I didn't consider them, like, your, your trophy cabinet to me is kind of ir- ir- irrelevant. For example, th- this is one of the, my favorite examples is Nacho Fernandez, good centre-back, he has four Champions League. It's natural top 10 centre-back of all time. Nowhere near. So this argument of play, of, of people are using of, oh yeah, he has this many trophies and etc. I didn't count that at all. But I did count how impactful were you to that team winning games and um, with some players that we'll see on, on my list is, when you're removed from that team, um, how did your team uh, fare without you? Why is Nacho Fernandez not top 10? Don't get me started. You don't see his goal against um please 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 so 20 is too uh, much for midfielders. A, a bit less of um, a range this time. So um, as always, I'm going to start with the person who came in 20th place, last place. They had they had one point, one point. So one person had them in at 10th place. It couldn't have been me. I think it was me. Okay, we'll, we'll do this. Louis, who, who, did, who did you have in 10th? Who did you have in 10th, Louis? I had skulls, I think. Person in 20th place is Paul Skulls with one point. <laughs> so Louis is the only person who had. Oh, and none of you, no one put skulls. Not no all one time. else had Paul Skulls in their top 10. Louis is alone on that one. So, Louis, why do you think Paul Skulls is one of the 10 best midfielders to ever play? I just think he is. I think Paul Skulls top 10 midfielders. I think. His range, his range of passing. I think he's a bit like his ability on the ball. I think. His influence and like like the point JVM made before, uh, like the impact on winning, like he on on during their success, which was one of the one of the most successful teams of all time. During the, like in that team, he was still shone. He was still one of the most influential players in that uh, at the pinnacle of their success. 
And I just, I just don't see, like, I don't think that's a big thing to put, like, to say. Oh, I, I don't, I don't think it's crazy. I just want to put out. I don't think it's crazy that Paul scores in. Yeah, he no, Louis. Yeah, he, he, he made I my shortlist. Yeah, I consider. He made my shortlist. Too many. Louis, names. like Mars, Mars. When I told you it was hard doing the midfielders list, yeah, it was because of Paul scores. This like, Paul scores alone. Good. Post course not only the post schools, but like okay, I was about to say it was hard. It was hard. The reason being, bro. The reason being, like personally, like me personally, there are some players I don't want to like mention any spoilers. And I know sometimes we get on like Louis for putting like his man in like all time list and like number one and all of those things. He's good, but be. me personally, me personally, players like Paul Scholes, and I mentioned players like Guti. I mentioned players like Ozil. Me personally. The way I like football and the way I've watched the football that I've watched, those players, I used to think they were amazing. You know, so like Paul Scholes. I used to feel like that United team without Paul Scholes wouldn't have accomplished half the things they have they accomplished. Okay. Like his importance in the team was just crazy. You can compare skills to other players and say, okay, maybe an Iniesta was more skillful than a Paul Scholes. But necessity in that United team, post course was more necessary than Iniesta's skill would be in that United team. Okay. So I crazy. That I wouldn't say that. That's still very that's a hot take. Iniesta's skill benefited him in that Barcelona system. Let's not get it wrong. Most of those Barcelona players like Piquet's skills benefited them in that system. We talked about um, Liverpool's trends, saying we are seeing that trends is going down because the whole Liverpool system is going down. That means Klopp's system was benefiting Trent, so he looked extraordinary. Now that the whole system is going down, who goes down with the system? Those play players benefiting in the system. Trust me, that Barcelona system benefited those core players. Uh, if, the, if, the yeah, whole but... if the whole Liverpool team had been doing shit, then would you say that it's the system itself that's shit, not just him being in that system? I'm not trying to get off the tangent. I want to highlight the point you made about Iniesta and Skulls. I would say that they were both equally as important to the, to the success of their teams. Uh, I'm not comparing them as players, although I think in if you would if you it would be interesting to see if you were able to get their price tag of each other's mm -hmm. price tags at their peak and put it at today's market, what they would in fact be uh, worth. What I was saying isn't comparing them to their systems because I think they were both perfect in their systems. Paul Scholes wouldn't have cut it in that Barcelona system. He would have been a bench player. Let's be real, and. Iniesta wouldn't have also cut it in that Man Manchester United system. That is what I'm talking about. Me, personally. Then, that Iniesta wouldn't have cut it in that Manchester United system. Because Ferguson didn't need an Iniesta. He didn't need an Iniesta. He didn't play a system that needed a player like Iniesta. Xavi would have cut it in that system. Iniesta wouldn't. Are you saying Iniesta wouldn't have made the Man United squad? I didn't say he wouldn't have made it. Michael Curry clear, system. In the same way, in the same way, in the same way we talked about um, Ten Hag's system, 
you david just spoke about it ten hag system not favoring ronaldo it's not that ronaldo is a bad player thank it's you, in a system you. that doesn't favor him that is what i'm talking about systems some players fit well in some systems that they don't do in other systems up until the 2010s you notice some skillful spanish players didn't like coming to the epl because the whole epl scheme and system didn't favor those spanish players until the epl started involving more of those spanish players and spanish i get coaches. your system point but i think iniesta doing a fucking clinic week in week in out for any team in any time frame ever i I get your system point. I just don't know that it applies to. I think Iniesta. Iniesta I'm telling you, Xavi is the only, Xavi is the player who fits in every system, and Iniesta that time was doing things nobody was doing in anything, bro. Barcelona was facilitating those things. You put him in another team outside of the Spanish league, people were going to look at him like, "Yo, pass the tempo, bro. Why do you keep turning around?" Nah, he's still doing bits. It's the EPL, bro. Like, let's be real. You are thinking about you are thinking about the EPL that what that the EPL that has evolved. Think about the EPL before it evolved. Yusuf, I still think he's Gerald's the Lampards and the Postcos that were in midfield, being the best players in the EPL. The teams were not going for players like Iniesta. Then Until they, teams they started going for the David Silvers, yeah, they weren't. The reason they weren't is because they don't fit that system, bro. There's a, re- a whole league going for those kind of players. And we think it's just because... No, it's because those kind of players didn't fit the whole EPL scheme. The Spanish players would rather go to the Italian league than even come to the EPL then. I get it, but NES... Now it's more open. Gonna do it, you don't get it. I'm not saying the skill isn't amazing. Now EPL's eyes are open to the whole scheme and like the whole... like. You know, tiki taka thing. The whole world has like opened up to it, so it's pleasant now. But then the EPL, the EPL teams were not like sitting around hold midfield. Like the likes of Ozil wouldn't have cut it in the EPL those times because coaches don't Enter like. Chat, Mars, chat. No, no, no. Like get it, yeah. Mars, 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 Mars. The likes Zane of Hazard. 19. The likes of Hazard. Yeah, all this Compare talk Hazard. for last place is crazy. Let's go. We're talking about the person who came last, and we've gone on a crazy tangent. Jake Jake McKay said, "If Mateus isn't on this, then we need to dash the list away." So, um, Jake, bro, appreciate the the super chat, but come on, bro. Yeah, you might want to. You might want to. You might want to dash because I'm not gonna put Mateus on it. Jake McKay also said, "What was Man United's system?" But I don't want to stay on this topic. So, um, thank you for the super chat. But um, that was last place with one point, and somehow it took us about eight minutes to get off of that. So um, the next spot, because it's it's a joint spot, so the next spot is 18th place. We have Xabi Alonso and Patrick Vieira. Um, The people who had Xabi Alonso would be, Shows had Xabi Alonso in at 10, Yusuf had him in at 9, and Patrick Vieira, Yusuf again had him, but he had him in at 10, and VD, no, who had him? AK, sorry, AK had um, Patrick Vieira in at nine. So Yusuf is the only person on here who had either of those mm-hmm. guys, and we had both of them. Um, yeah. What made you put those guys in? Um, just 
how long Xabi Alonso did what he did and how many teams and how many leagues he did what he did in. I remember Ancelotti, when he came back to Real Madrid, in a conversation with Xabi Alonso, telling Xabi Alonso, you owe me, you owe me a trophy because of the AC Milan-Liverpool trophy. And uh, Ancelotti used to call him the professor. Like his own coach used to call him the professor just because of how he understood the game, how he boxed the midfield. In the era of Xavi Iniesta, no other midfielder, aside Busquets for like um, uh, Barcelona, no other midfielder was coming in between Xavi Iniesta and Busquets. Who did? Xavi Alonso. In the Spanish team, they were actually benching Busquets for Xavi Alonso to play. That shows the level of brilliance Javi Alonso had on the team. And he was playing perfectly with Javi and Iniesta. I rate him highly because he did it in three leagues and he did it at the highest of levels. His skill set till today can't be fine in the midfield role easily. I feel like peak Javi Alonso can come back into playing form and still be like one of the top midfielders in the league. So that is why I have Javi. And Vieira, I have Vieira because, uh, Vier, sorry, Vieri because, uh, Patrick because of his brilliance for Arsenal. He just embodied the whole role as a midfielder. He had everything needed to be like the best at his position. You get it. Defense, attack, passing, strength, ability, understanding of the game. You get me? I just love him as a player both for the national team and for uh, his time in Arsenal. He didn't win as much as most of these midfielders, but I feel like his skill set places him like in the conversation with them. That is why I, I had both I agree. I agree. Those, like, it was really hard just to make the top 10. Like, There's a lot of guys who have just fringed for me, so I do agree with that. Um, but the next spot on the list, which again is another tie, the reason it's a tie is because only one person had one of these players in, but they had them relatively high in that um, sixth place. Seventh place, my fault. Um, one of them is Johan Cruyff, who no one else had him besides AK, who had him in at seventh. And then the next player is Cesc Fabregas, who finished with, again, four points. I think that's so funny. I think AK just felt like he had to from, like, previous... <laughs> at the previous all-time video, I felt like honestly, I'm going to be real. I forgot Cruyff. See, the fact the fact that you forgot him, I didn't. I, I didn't mean, include Cruyff a because I thought he was more it. out wide than in the middle. Yeah. And B, he played in like the 70s, so no, thank you. The only other per- <laughs> the only person who had Fabregas in the list was actually Shows. So it was both two people who had them in at seventh. So AK had Cruyff in at seventh. Shows had Fabregas in at seventh, and that got them into joint sixteenth with four points. So I struggled with Fabregas too. I'm I did really consider Fabregas. Johan Cruyff, he Me too. didn't really cross my mind because of what I said. But Johan Cruyff, you will know, one of the best players of all time. So no disrespect I, I, to Johan Cruyff. I had like my list, and then I had like all these. Other, I had about six, maybe seven others with question mark next to it. And he was one of them question mark ones for me. Yeah, some players like Fabricas was brilliant. So. I agree. I mean, we spoke about when we had our top five passes of all time. Fabricas got mentioned. I think someone might have had yeah. them in the top five. So Fabricas, we all, we all appreciate how good he was. Um, the next spot is 15th. Um, Louis asked me about this player where I had Ozil. Um, Ozil comes in at 15th. 
but it's not because of me. I never had Ozil on the list. It was once again only one person who had. You didn't have him in your ten. It was one person who had Ozil in. Last no sports. One person had Ozil in. He had them in sixth, and the person who had Ozil in was Shows. Shows had Ozil in at sixth, and that got him. That got him five points. So I respect Ozil during the down year. Well, we've had many down years during the bad years of Arsenal. Ozil and Alexis Sanchez were like the only bright light in that team. If you talk about simply assists, he's probably one of the best assist makers of all time. Look at what he was doing at Bremen. Look at what he was doing at Bremen. Look at what he was doing um, at Real Madrid. Look at what he was doing at Arsenal. He's shown that he can create for other people at an all-time level. So Ozil, for me, he didn't make the cut because it's too hard to make it into the top 10. But if there was a list of simply number 10s, I think we'd all have Ozil in there, I hope. Because that's where I think he belongs, one of the best tens of all time. Can I can I ask a question though to the panel? Like, don't you guys feel like I don't know what happened? I don't know if it's because the image he later got from like the whole Arsenal thing that happened with Arsenal and the German uh, um, national team. Do you think he suddenly become one of the most underrated players of all time? Like one nah, of the I most think, underrated. Think, like, people what, don't remember his brilliance. I think also made my shortlist. He made my well, shortlist. He is underrated. What crap? He is underrated. Like, cause when Mars talk about Ozil, like, I like, yo, he is underrated. Like, if you remember Ozil, or Louis, you don't think so? No, I think I think that I think what crept in initially in in Ozil's image was his laziness. Like that was the first thing that people would highlight, and then uh, through that, I know he got. Uh, he cut. He cut a lot of criticism. I remember then the next lot of criticism came under his wages. I don't know if it was during COVID that he that he didn't want to take a a, a a pay cut or or prior to that. I'm not sure what it was. Uh, I just remember thinking that he should like why why should he take a pay cut sort of thing. Uh, and then after that, it was to do with I, I believe he was very vocal about the. With the with Muslims in China, I think it was. Uh, yeah, and he, I, he, I think he was very think outspoken kind of, about that. Yeah, he got uh, kind of blackballed and about about that. I think someone actually put that in the chat as well. But uh, like I said, I think it's the laziness is what crept in first, and I, I feel like he, sometimes you, you just lose it, don't you? Because it's not like he hadn't didn't have chances since leaving Arsenal. I think I think he's played football since then. And he's just obviously not the same as he was. Like some, that, that's just what happens sometimes, you know. So, but I never thought he lo- lost it. I just felt like he, after leaving Arsenal, there wasn't any opportunity in one of those like top big big clubs for him to apply his trade. And for a player like Ozil at that point of his career, going to a team in Turkey, it's like the whole footballing world was like just finding him a place to like. To finding a place to just bury him. Well, I, th- I think that's yeah. what it is as well, because he because he was outspoken about it. Uh, yeah, he was outspoken of, about. There's him. a lot of Chinese sponsorship in football and stuff like that, and Turkey's a very uh, Muslim-based uh, country, so probably. Yeah. Well, I, I, I do think Ozil did. He did get caught in like the transitional eras as well, as in like the number mm-hmm. ten position is kind of phased out of the game. And Ozil's mm-hmm. like a very traditional number ten. Like now, yeah. teams want a more mobile, creative midfielder, more like a more like a free eight, like a Kevin De Bruyne. He's a free eight. He roams in like 
the half space on like the right side of the pitch, and that's where he is. Ozil is more so in the pockets and like the edge of the box. So it's um the game changed around Ozil, and I don't think like it was too late for him to really adapt to that. So I think that has a part to play in it. But I I have no problem with guys like Ozil making some people's top ten lists. He finished at fifteenth for us, and then the next spot is fourteenth place. Two players, two people had this player, and they both had him in at eighth. So it's Clarence Seedorf. AK and BD had Clarence Seedorf in at eight. I great assume pick. it has something to do with um, obviously the Champions League's success. Obviously, a great player. So, um, do any of you guys did you guys consider Clarence Seedorf for your list? Or Seedorf also up? made my short list. I had him. I had Whoa. other people mention him when I just had discussed the list, but I didn't watch enough of him to be able to him in mind i i did mark like this is i think this this was harder than the all-time list like for me i i think that should said off sorry was very close to making my list another thing i considered in my list was um player roles other than player positions i think that player roles are more important because we had to rank six eights and tens if you just and if you just look at positions I don't think that gives you a very good understanding of the game. If you watch football, you will understand that a lot of players, although they may play a position, they may play the same exact position, they play very different roles. And um, with Serdov, the play, other players that played his role, um, which are also in my top 10, I think they did it a bit better than him. So I favoured other players that, that played different roles instead of him. But he was very close to making my list. He was on my short list. Yeah. Um, the next player on the list, um, someone who I thought might have cracked the top 10, but instead they fell in at um, 13. The next player on the list is um, Kaka. Um, Louis had him very high. He had him at, was that fourth? Louis had Kaka in at fourth. Um, someone else had him in, but I, I need to find them. I had, I had him in. Yeah, I think JVM had him in at 10th. Yes, JVM had him in at 10th. So Louis had him in at 4th. JVM had him in at 10th. And that got him his 8 points. So, um, Louis, why do you have Kaka so high? I think, I think obviously, uh, him winning a Ballon d'Or was very influential in my, the, in my decision. Uh, the Ballon d'Or really is the, the pinnacle of... of football there's uh, only a few occasions individual individual yeah, individual individually and there's 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 not really many there's not many occasions where it's argued if you will as to like did that player deserve it it's usually pretty uh other than when it's like cristiano ronaldo and between messi sort of thing it's it's hard to argue that uh i think kakao's one of the only players or uh is probably one of the more attacking players, midfielders in my list that I put on there. Um, I think uh, his composure on the ball, his silkiness, his passing range, all of that just builds up. I think I think he didn't necessarily have to be, it was kind of a weird thing to say, but his spot on my list could have been more fluid. I think, I think when making these lists, it's kind of after a certain number... It, it kind of okay they're on the list there's position in the list can be a bit tricky sometimes and uh him winning a ballon d'or is what pushed him up on my list i uh yeah that's that's why that's why jvm you had him in at 10th so what got kaka just ahead of guys who you said were on your short list 
just uh, quickly on the Bullen door, I have made, I've gone over every single player that made the Bullen door top 10 since the 1990s and I ranked them all time. And I considered, I gave them points on where they placed amongst the top 10. And I believe that the Bullen door favors players that they favor attacking players and they favor players that win, um, that win big. Uh, competitions like the Champions League. That's why um, Kaka won in 2007. Not that he wasn't good in 2007, but a big reason why he won in 2007 was because he won um, the the Champions League. Like, And then, then another thing about Messi in 2018. But we can talk about that another time. But just specifically on, on Kaka, and I'm going to bring back the player roles. Um, the, the role that Kaka played is very different from a lot of the midfielders in this list. And I think that Kaka is one of the last of his breed as the Trequatista, which is a player that operates in the final third of the pitch. Kaka um, is one of the best of all time. Other players that I thought about were Baggio, but Baggio is more of a striker. Del Piero, and then the other two were Messi and Maradona. But those, um, Messi is more, I, I consider those two more attacking players. So as midfielders, I had Kaka as one of the greatest Trequatistas of all time. And what he was able to do from 2002, playing for Sao Paulo and getting in, into that Brazil team that at 19 years old for him to even just be within that squad was just crazy. And then to 2007, um, a year where AC Milan lost the likes of Shevchenko and Kaka was still able to be the Champions League uh, top scorer for AC Milan, the only midfielder, the first midfielder to be able to score even close to double digits in the Champions League. Um, Kaka's ability to finish from outside the box, inside the box, his, uh, dribbling, his dribbling ability, his underrated passing, all of that put together and the role that he played, that's why he made him to, to the top 10. I have him in the same tier as some, some of the other guys that didn't make the list. My thing for me was really that, back to my criteria, what you were good at, how do you compare with other guys sim with similar skills and your impact to winning? And I think that Kako ticked every single one of those tiers. Very in-depth hey. analysis. Yeah. That was dope. Maybe I'm no ball, man. That was, that was elite. Maybe I'm no ball. That was dope. That was dope. Um, Zeal sent the super chat and he asked for the guys on the panel, um, what role do you guys think is the most important in the uh, midfield and how did that affect your considerations? And he said he loves the pod. So thank you, Zeal. Zeal, very good question. My my answer to that question is is that I don't I don't necessarily I would I don't necessarily have what makes which one of like if it's the six eight or the ten whether or not that which one's more important but i know that when considering my greatest midfielder i like one that would be capable of being able to do all three that's the what roles that, midfielder that can do or at least two out of the three at at, at the peak at the at be the best player at that position uh is what would get a midfielder higher on my list than perhaps a Busquets would, who uh, would probably just do the six. Yes, he's probably one of the greatest to do the six, or play the six, but he's not as versatile and diverse playing more than just the six. The uh, roles so I identified for my list were, uh, and again, the, the terms can differ in terms of languages and whatnot, but I had the register. I had, uh, that's more, I'm, I'm going to give an example for each of these players. I had the register, which is the pillar, more def, a deep playing mid uh, playmaker. I had the ball winning player. I had the destroyer. I had the enganche or box to box. I don't like the term box to box 
because I believe that you can pull box to box in a lot of these roles. So I had Enganche, players like uh, Xavi, players like um, uh, Serdov, you know, those type of players in Ganchi. I had the Chekotista like Kako and had the traditional 10 as um, Ozil. And I personally value the Enganche more, but we'll see as we carry on. Yusuf, how are you? Me personally, with the roles, I just want my midfielder not to turn over the ball too much. <laughs> then I'll be very surprised. I didn't see Tony Cruz on Yusuf's list. Spoiler alert. I didn't see Tony Cruz. I told you. I told you before Tony Cruz. He doesn't was turn overrated. over the ball. He doesn't turn over the ball. I told you he was overrated. But no. he doesn't turn over the ball. Yeah, that is the only thing he, he does good. But that's what you All have. of the other things. Yeah, but like I told you, Cruz, <laughs> Cruz, Cruz keeps giving me 50%, bro. So imagine if I he gave like, you 100%, he'll never turn the yeah, ball. Yeah, but he doesn't. Like, I just need him to give me 100% and he'll be the best. <laughs> um, my, my, favorite, my favorite role for me, I think it comes from a bias of when I played. Um, I liked I liked Registers, deep-line playmakers. Someone who can get the ball off the back four and just find his, find his winger, find break lines just from that position. I, for me, it would be that type of role. Then it would be someone who probably like a Kevin De Bruyne type operates in the half space and is more dynamic going forward. But for me personally, my preference for a midfielder, I always, I've always said I will build around someone who can operate in that pivot. That's where I, that's where I start my team from. I feel like that's the most, that's the engine room in my opinion. So it didn't really come into play on my list too much. I didn't like rank someone crazy high because that was their role, but that's my preference for a midfielder. So it, it played on my list and wait, did you play six? That was my most common role, yeah. Okay. Mental. Michael Asian. Definitely not Michael Asian. Yeah. Um, the next one. Pillow type player. Not Michael Asian. Pillow is definitely oh. someone. Pillow is definitely someone I looked up to. Um, the next spot is actually tenth because it was a freeway tie for tenth spot with nine points. I will get one out of the way. Um, one person had one of these players all the way in at second, which got him nine points, and no one else had them in. Little so that, that player is Ronaldinho. I assume none of us had him in because we all considered him a wide player yeah. or an attacker. Yes. Yeah. So shows had Ronaldinho in at second. I, and I, told, second. I told him. Yeah, and that second as well. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I told him that Ronaldinho was more of an attacker, but he said he was keeping Ronaldinho in the list. So shows, shows. has Ronaldinho in okay. at second. And got him so he's lazy, place. man. So he's so lazy. I already the, know. The next shit. player is Frank Lampard, who Louis had in at eighth, Yusuf had in at seventh, and JVM had him in at ninth. So that's how he got his nine points. No one else had him in. And then the last spot, before we just discuss this a little bit, the last spot would be Yaya Torre, who also had nine points. Yusuf had Yaya in at eighth. I had Yaya in at seventh. And VD had Yaya in at night. So I'm, I'm going to start with Frank Lampard. So all three of you guys had Frank Lampard in. So what got Frank Lampard in the list? Goals. Two points quick. Two points quick. Goals. Oh, Just where's my tears? What were you good at? <laughs> Lampard's ability to score goals in five seasons where he scored 20-something 20, 20 goals was just... I mean, always 20 goals is disgusting. So that, that's, that, and that's not the only thing but that he was good at. That was the main thing that really set him up from everyone else. And then how do you compare yeah. with the other guys with similar skills? What other midfielders are scoring 20 goals a season? None. Yeah, yeah, Torre that one year. Yeah, one year. Lampard did it five for five goals, seasons straight. Five seasons. 
and then your impact to winning. You know the amount of trophies, trophies you have won. I didn't consider how many trophies he won, but um, technically I did. But I didn't. That wasn't a main point. But mainly, how impactful were you to the Chelsea teams? That Chelsea team, when Mourinho first came in, would not have worked as well. It would have worked as well without any of those players. But with Lampard, that's the player I'm talking about. Because that four-three-three, where you had that player um, reaching close to the strikers and working with Drogba would not have worked. And again, it's, I think it was, was it 2009, 2007, when he, when he also had another uh, crazy year. So yeah, Lampard so, had to be I on my list for the Michael Terry. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know which year, but I know what you're talking about. Um, the other player was Yaya, who I had in. I had him, I think the highest, I had him in at seven. For me, yeah, when I, when, I was, when I was judging the list, it was, for me, I was looking at how good you were at your best. Yaya Torre to me, when he peaked, for me, like early 2010s, and then you even look at the Barcelona years, there was no holes in his game. He was mobile. He could carry the ball. He could break up play. His range of passing to me is so, is so disrespected. I don't know. I don't know why Yaya Torre's passing doesn't get spoken about enough. The way oh, he can strike amazing. a ball, he was so strong. I think, I've said this before, I think with especially with black midfielders, they get this label of like destroyer or an enforcer. Yaya Torre, he was elegant. Patrick Vieira was similar in this way. Like they were so gifted technically, but they don't get the credit for being so gifted technically. Yaya, right. you couldn't you couldn't convince me Yaya Torre had a weakness in his game, especially in his peak. In as he aged, yes, his mobility decreased. He wasn't giving you much defensively. But in his peak, Yaya Torre, for me, he was an eight out of ten at every aspect of the game. And I think that was enough for me to get him in at seventh. And I think he Yusuf one also of the... had him in. I'm so sorry he was for not also having underrated yeah, as a defense. List. I'm sorry. He was he's he also play underrated. Like he can legitimately yeah, play centre back. Yeah, he's also underrated defensively. People, pe there are people who only see him as the strong force in midfield, so defense. And there are also people that that don't see his attacking prowess, like the passing, the like flair. You get me? So Mars, I'm with you. Yo, Yaya too. I yo Yaya Toure, bro. He had a question. Different. He was one of the ones like on my yo, like. bro, Yaya Toure. Football breakdowns like, sums it up perfectly for me. Yaya is the only midfielder who's elite at everything. I, I and, agree and, with that. And and the only or the only uh, player I'd concede a uh, uh, position to him at least one of one of them was I was on this back and forth between Kalk and Torre. I was about to resend my list to Mars last night, but I was like, nah, that's too much. I was <laughs> like, I can't resend it again. But yeah, Torre was definitely one of those ones. But... Yeah, and I'll take Kaka over uh, Torre over Kaka any day. Yeah, yeah, you can. I'm not mad at that. You can. Um, where oh that that was tenth. Ninth place for me was a bit of a surprise. I didn't expect this player to be in ninth. The ninth spot with thirteen points, so a little bit of a gap, four points above um the tenth spot, is Ungolo Kante. I had him in at ninth. VD. JVM what? had him in at eighth. VD had Kante in at sixth, which gets him. There's still one more person who had Kante in their list. I think it was shows and shows had Kante in at eighth, so that gets Kante his thirteen points. So Yusuf and Louis never had him in. So JVM, I'll let you start this one off. Why did you have Kante in your top ten? Again, we go back to player roles, and I don't think Kante is so much um, a destroyer because when and I'll explain why. I, I, when I think of a destroyer, I think of a player like Casemiro. And Kante doesn't really fit that role. And when um, Kante tried to play Kante in that role in 2017, I think it was that Arsenal game where they went 3-0 down like this. 
Um, and then Kante had to switch things up. I, think, I see Kante more as a, a ball-winning player, a shuttler, if you want. And the only other player that I could compare Kante to to an elite level was Mikelele, who's another player who nearly made my list. And the thing with Kante was, to me, again, going back to impact uh, to winning, when Kante left Leicester City, they went from being one of the... And from the place that went that I think Vardy stayed there and Maris still stayed there. So of their top three, of the three best players, Kante was the only one that left. But they went from being one of the best defensive, defensive teams in the league, having um, one of the most interceptions and tackles per game to being one of the worst defensive teams in the league. And the opposite happened, happened with Chelsea, a team that finished 10th. You went to being the best defensive team um, in the league. And then you think you also go to the World Cup and a player that I kind of was really big on, but I'm not big as big anymore, Paul Pogba. Kante, the way he he unlocked Pogba with within that French team towards to, to the World Cup. What Kante also did in 2021 with Chelsea, being Chelsea's uh, best player and arguably the best player in the competition, week in and week out in the competition where strikers are traditionally favoured. Um, it's just with Kante, his impact winning, what he was very what he was good at. And the only other player that you could compare him to was Mikelele. And Mikelele was also close to making my list because after he left Real Madrid, a, a team full of um, star players, the Galacticos, and you, and you had even Zidane saying when he said, um, you don't take, um, you, you, you don't cover a, a Ferrari with gold paint because it's hand uh, Beckham and take out the engine and expect him to play as well. That's one of the reasons why Real Madrid weren't as successful because when you take out a player like Mikelele, a, a player like Kante, he went the ball so high up, but he was still able to um, continue play like the way they did. I just thought that comparing players, player role and impact winning, Kante, I think it justifies him being at eighth in my list. I mean, I had Kante in at ninth for a very similar reason. And I think you look at the role Kante had, you start with Leicester, you had Danny Drinkwater as your midfield partner and you were able to yeah. lead such a, the the way they played Leicester was so dynamic. The way they would press after losing the ball and how that would be able to unlock guys like Jamie Vardy or get the ball to Riyad Mahrez in counter-attacking situations, which is where they thrived, where they could go one-on-one. Kante was inv- indispensable for that team. And then he did the set. He did had similar impact at Chelsea. But then with Sarri, even though Chelsea themselves weren't very successful, with Sarri, the way he was able to, I guess, evolve Kante's game to where he developed the the ball progression himself, he was able to carry the ball better. He was more comfortable in attacking situations. I think that took another jump to his individual game, even though the team wasn't as successful because you put Jorginho behind him. But that unlocked Kante's game. And I think Kante took another... Otherwise, without that, for me, Kante wouldn't have been able to make the list because he wasn't as comfortable going forward as a lot of guys who I have above him. And I would have got a guy like Vieira in the list. But... Kante, for me, when he took that jump and he was so good going forward as well as breaking up play, that was enough for me to get him just in at ninth. But Kante, I was surprised that a lot of people had him in their list, besides VD, because VD had him in the top 10 all time. But I was a bit surprised that when I had Kante in at nine, I was surprised that I saw a lot of other people also giving Kante the same respect. So it was nice to see that Kante came in overall at ninth place. I think Kante didn't make my list, but I think the recency of some of the things he's accomplished was fresh in my mind and it and it was pushing me to put it put, put him in there like the fact that he did it with Leicester then with Chelsea and with France is, is that that's that's incredible that's impressive the Leicester one is insane like that's have an asterisk next to that one 
So uh, I know I didn't put him in, but I, obviously he was high up and worth mentioning something. The the next the next spot is another tie, and I'm going straight to Louis with this one because it's Steven Gerrard. They finished with 19 points. We know Louis had Steven Gerrard in at number one. Um, <laughs> yes, Yusuf he did. Had, yes, <laughs> Yusuf had Steven Gerrard in at sixth, which is another five points. I had Gerrard in at eighth, and Criminal. AK had Gerrard in at tenth. So, um, Louis, well, you know, no one you know, else, other people left him off. Yes, um, JVM, he left was him off, on my shoulders, he left him off, and shows left Best him off. midfielders of all time. And Gerrard, yeah, see, 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 when, when you said Yaya Torre earlier could do a bit of everything. Gerard I, 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 could do a bit of everything. That is true. Gerard can do. Everything. That's why Gerard is literally one spot below Yaya for me, because I think Gerard... Gerard can do everything. And then, but like all he, he did it, and Gerard was. Like, I, I, I think Gerard. I, I think Gerard deserves it. Yeah, Gerard's one of few Yo. players. And Gerard I'm shocked. I'm shocked. JV didn't have Gerard on the list. Yeah, I thought you knew more JVM. Let me explain. I, Let me I explain. Call, I could play your roles. JVM has his criteria. But seeing Lampard on the list and not Gerard is, is player weird. roles. Yes, it's yes, weird. of course. Gerard but based on my criteria, player. what are you I good get at? It, and... but it's weird. Okay, Gerard's better. Okay, you, Gerard's the better. fact that you get is enough for me. Bro, he has Kaka on the sometimes, list. And sometimes, sometimes the criteria bro. you have to yes. admit is a bit flawed because it's do you, not wait, do you flawed. Think, do you think Lampard is better than Gerard? Overall, yes. Just do yes, you think he's a better player than Steve I do. Gerard? I do. Lampard and Gerard. You I, need to win a game, JVM. JVM, JVM, you need to win a game or your family, like something bad happens to your family. Who are you picking to win that game? Gerard or Lampard? <laughs> Lampard, because he's going to score goals. <laughs> that, is a, that is an easy one. No, no, stop, no, because no, you have strikers boy. and stuff as well, but you need yeah, to yeah, win yeah, that yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First, but You're this notion that... Point, this notion, never, Liverpool needed to beat Chelsea and Steven Gerrard slipped. This notion that Lampard was just a goal scorer, that, that's what he was very good at. But everything else around his game, his awareness, his um, his ability to carry the ball, his passing. The, Lampard was Gerard. very good at all of that. He's just he's, he he's he scoring was just so elite that that is offshoring everything else. But he wasn't Steven Gerrard in those aspects of the game. You Ger admit that, right? Steven Gerrard was better in all of those everything. aspects. Gerard's and maybe not better, awareness. Gerrard's a better awareness. overall player. You can say that. But the one, the one thing that Lampard was good at compared to everyone else, we're talking about an all-time list. I had Lampard in my list. I think then the same tier. I think yeah. from um, tenth and be, and the guys on my shortlist from tenth all the way up to seventh, that these players are all in the same tier. So I have Lampard and Gerard on the same tier. This is crazy to me. AVM, you are breaking my heart. I, I thought you knew ball. And you're not going to put Steven Gerrard Lampard in over midfield of all time. That, that one, I'm not. But no, let's, no, let's say we did, no, let's say no, we did a, a top 10 goalkeepers list, a top 10 defenders list, a top 10 strikers, midfielders. That's yeah. damn near 50 players that he thinks better than Steven Gerrard all time. So thing. Like, that's the way I'm looking at it. Yeah, I, I, of course. Goalkeepers, talking about different roles. Different positions, not roles, positions. We didn't we did even talk about the other person who tied with Steven Gerrard, who is Kevin De Bruyne. Um, yes. Show, shows had um, Kevin De Bruyne in at ninth. Louis had him in at fifth. Yusuf never had, Yusuf didn't have him in. Um, JVM had him in at seventh. I had him in at tenth. VD had him in at tenth. 
and AK had him in at sixth. Yeah, and AK <laughs> had him in at sixth. So he would have been clear Someone of Gerard. Did it. If, if Someone he, if didn't Louis put, never put Gerard, Gerard in the one, list and Yusuf Donobo. If, if Louis never had Gerard number one, KDB would have been above Gerard, but they're tied. We all, had, we all had him in the list besides uh-huh. Yusuf. So Yusuf, yeah. instead of asking everyone else why we had him in, why did you not have Kevin De Bruyne in? I still feel like he has more to do. I don't want to go by recency bias. No, I don't want to go by recency bias. But every single player I have on the list has done more than Kevin De Bruyne. More has as a football player. As a football player. Has Not winning as a football, as, a, as ball on your feet. More. How long, how many years has Kevin De Bruyne been elected? Talking about longevity now. Talking like about longevity to play football. Since 2015? Seven years? I'm not only talking about seven, like seven. yo, bro. If we are doing Augusto, a list, Augusto, Augusto, he was elite, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. Since 2015, 2015. Yeah, 2015, yes, 2015, 2015. See, Kevin De Bruyne's been out here for a very long time, and people. And, and, and that's one of my points as well. His years for Wolfsburg because that team had no business finishing second. Yeah, Kevin De Bruyne at Wolfsburg was that business. Bro. That team had no business. It's been, it's been a second. long time that Kevin. It's part of the. See what what does me is JVM knows that Kevin De Bruyne finished second with Wolfsburg back in 2015, but this cunt didn't put Steven Gerrard in his top ten. So I can't work out. Do you know Ball? You don't know Ball? Yeah, I, I, I thought Steven Gerrard. Steven Gerrard. These made guys him, are all in the same tier. It's just when it came when it came to ranking them, I, I went to my uh, roles. I said on, on your, your role. Tax is crazy, so I guess he doesn't agree with Steven Gerrard's inclusion, but. I'm I'm very happy with Steven Gerrard's inclusion. I, I agree, Jeff Gerrard being one of the best midfielders of all time. Again, I have I have tears, not really a list. That's why I had to, when I had to rank them, I went to player roles. Wait, Yusuf, again, like... why is the brain not on your list? Please explain. I, so I told you, like skills wise, it's up there. But I want your skills to also bring in something other than only skills. I'm putting all of those people in the list. Wait, wait, hear me out. I'm putting all of those people in the list ahead of him because most times when we do this all-time list, Kevin De Bruyne, all-time, at the end of everything, is going to be on the list ahead of most of these players. Okay. You understand me? At, when it's all said and done, he is going to be on the list. But the reason he or Kante didn't make my list is I want them to finish and I go like, okay, this is the finished product. I can put him above this person or that person on the list. But as it stands now, I'm not saying maybe on the ball. And you spoke about roles. And when you speak about roles, don't bring in the person's skills also. Because sometimes you can be more skillful, you can be more skillful or more talented as a player than one player, but he fits the role better. No, no, I'm not talking about your role within a system. I'm talking about the role that, for example, this is a knock that I have to myself where I think I should have Yaya Torre on this list. I think that was a mistake that I made. But yeah, again, this list, Yaya Torre and even Gerard, because these, especially those two, the amount of roles these guys are able to play is, is just crazy. They, they are amazing re- re- registers that you can say because they're able to um, start offense. They are able to play as that box-to-box or as a preferred enganche. They are, they are able to play as ball-winning players and they are able to, in, in that final third, to... Um, assist their teammates so, so that's a, a knock that I have on myself it's not about the system it's about your role as a player 
what can you do? What different roles can you play in the midfield? Not, not in the system. Okay. And I personally, right now, and Mars knows that I have Kevin De Bruyne as the best player in the EPL right now. Okay. So okay. it's so, not so, like I'm so waiting the only on reason him. why you don't have so De Bruyne people, is because yeah. he's not finished yet. I got a good. He's not finished yet. Okay. He would be higher on the list. But right now, let's show some love for some people who, at the end of the day, most of these kids are going to clear them on the list. Really like no a beer. Like don't, when, don't give me reasons why. Just a straight person's name, please, from everyone. People in the chat, you can put yours. Well, I feel like this is this is a tough one. Yaya Torre or Kevin De Bruyne? Right now, Yaya. I still have Yaya. Yaya Torre. I have Yaya. Fez. I have Yaya Torre, fam. JVM, do like, say Fez. Answer the question. Fez, 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 Fez. Just yeah, answer the question. Just stand on that you believe Kevin De Bruyne is better than Yaya Torre. Fez, the hard list. I do think Fez. Wow. Next player. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Louis, who do you have? I'm just the host of the question, man. I'm just the host. Football Breakdown said we don't know ball for having Gerard over Vieira. So, Louis, um, back to your man. I don't, I don't want to talk to man. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't know ball for calling us. Not knowing yeah, ball for breakdown. Here's what I'll do. You Same tea. And Please. I won't apply, but you can just say what you want to say. <laughs> you just the, the next spot with um, a, a solid gap with 25 points um, is Sergio Busquets. I think okay. this is a player who I think pretty much everyone had them in their list. That's what I mean. Bus yeah, Busquets um, was in fifth for AK. Fourth for VD, sixth for me. He was sixth again for JVM. Yusuf never had him in. Louis had him in at ninth, and Shows never had him in. So Shows and Yusuf never had him in. Everyone else had him yeah. in in varying spots. VD having him the highest. Very good, Moss. Very good. But um, yeah, for me so was, he's one of those players that was hard for me to put on. Hey, he's one of not hard for me to put on. He was one of those players that was hard for me not to put on the list. The reason being, I had I had a few defensive defensive players on the list, and I felt like most of those defensive midfielders are better than him defensively. You understand me? And I didn't want to flood the list with too much defensive players. So it's not like he doesn't deserve to be on the list, and I'm not mad at you for putting him on the list. But he didn't. He was like one of those players that, like, you know, I told you, Mars, it was hard. And trust me, mind you, we all watch football differently. So sometimes when someone has one player on their list and the other person doesn't have it on their list, doesn't mean they probably hate the player or they probably, you get me? They probably, yo, no. I'm getting nervous, but I'm starting to get a little. But my only, my only question would be, is, is Busquets a defensive midfielder i mean i know he played at the base of the midfield three but when the team mm -hmm. averages 75 percent possession you're not really a defensive midfielder my my no, thing he is was, he was so for me, for me so that is the thing mars that is i the think thing. i so think he you screens out... the back four but defensive yeah, midfielder, so... when i i consider casemiro defensive midfielder but midfielder, for me, yeah he's, he's, a, he's a screener that's what he mars, for me for me i i don't know that if i even initially had him in the list 
I think he was one of the ones that was in my list, out my list when like, I was drawing it up. But I think why he essentially made my list was uh, he's, he's top three. He's, he's the best, if not top three, sixes of all time. Uh, I, I agree with your point defensively. Uh, you know, when you think Busquets, you don't necessarily think crunching tackles. You may think interceptions and you think nice passing. I think when we, when we spoke about the best passes of all time, Busquets was in there for me. And I think, I think I needed to have a six in my top 10 list. And I, I just thought Busquets, you, you can't get much better than Busquets in the six role. So that's why he got my list. I just think his, composure, I think his composure, his spatial awareness, his ability to know where everyone else is on the pitch. And he just like, he, there's some plays you can watch and you can just see that they, they can see the pitch. Like they have a picture of everything on the pitch. Clearly they know what's going on around them. Busquets for me, he's the epitome of that. Like if you're trying to teach someone how to play that role, you will tell them, go watch Busquets and watch how he plays and try and implement that in your game. That's how I view it. The amount of times he'll check his the shoulders. defensive just, midfield role? You know he played the, the screening midfield defensive. Role, the screening oh, okay. role. That, that role where Because when you the say that role, defensive midfield, Bushkin... No, I'm not, I'm, not teach, I'm not saying, oh, you, you want to you wanna be a player who wins the ball back routinely, go watch Busquets? No. But if you want someone mm-hmm. who's going to take the ball off the back four, deliver the ball, seamlessly weight of pass, understand where everyone else is on the pitch and always know where to position yourself on the pitch, Busquets for me is the definition of that and i think that's how i managed to put him in so high where where did i say i had him i had him in at sixth so i had him in relatively high so i think i think that's a solid spot for him so and just on busquets is again what he's good at i don't think i i must said this at the beginning um that ability of a player to play as a six and the ability to um get the ball back from the defense especially as the barcelona team who um, were so big on playing from the back, the way that team were being pressed, and Busquets' ability to almost perfectly every single time be able to take the ball from the defense. Of course, Xavi dropped in a few times and helped him, but it was Busquets mainly taking the ball from that defense and rarely ever being um, being the ball being taken off him or losing the ball. And then how you compare with the other guys with similar skills? I don't really, I can't remember many midfielders with the same ability as Busquets. There is maybe one guy, but we'll see if he's in the top five or, t- or top four. And then his impact to winning where that Barcelona team would have never would have would have not been as successful as they were. Because their whole thing was keeping possession, keeping keeping the ball. And if Busquets wasn't playing that role as good as he was, they would have, that whole thing, that whole ticket tacker, the whole um numerical advantage would have never even happened if Busquets wasn't as good as he was playing his role. His impact to winning was immense, even though he wasn't a goal scorer, even though he didn't get the most assists. Totally agree. Um, The next spot, we're, we're, we're getting into the top five now. I feel like this is a bigger deal than I'm making it. We're, we're in the top five. So um, with, with 29 points, so slightly ahead of Busquets, and for me, my... my f- I'd say my favorite player ever, or my inspiration when I was playing football, Andrea Pirlo. He's who came in at fifth. The play um, shows never had him in the list. Louis never had him in the list. I did, but then I dropped him out of my list. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I was about to say because that that's was crazy. About, he's about to get a few that's more crazy. points. So Louis never had him in the list. Yusuf had him in at fifth. Yusuf had him in at fifth. 
JVM had him in at fourth. Uh, 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 fifth. Fifth, my fault, my fault, my fault. Yeah. JVM had him in at fifth. I also <laughs> had him in at fifth. And VD had him in at seventh. And AK had him in at fourth. So that got him 29 total points. So Louis, as the only person who um, didn't have him in the list, you said you had him, but you dropped him out. Yes. You think Paul Scholes is better? Louis, than Louis don't know more. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, go, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need hey. some explanation on why Scholes is. Also, no people value different things from their players. You value like, being ginger. from their favorite players, so that's why. You uh, value being ginger. That's the only explanation. And if you want to know who it was that got switched out, hey, if you want to know who it was that I switched out for him, uh, he just hasn't been said yet. He just hasn't been, and uh, I just don't. There was ten. Some some man had to miss. How can like, scores be on the list, but Andrea Pirlo isn't? You see, when we focus on my list, and then some other people that made it on there, I just think that we should focus on another person's list. I mean, even if you had him in at 10th, he wasn't a moved up. He was pretty solidly in fifth. He wasn't going to catch up. I think the top four was pretty similar for everyone. Yeah, that, was, that was nice. Man, that's, that's a crazy way to dodge the questions. Maybe, but Let's focus I, I, on Javis' list, right? Yeah, I mean... Let's focus I, on Javis' list. I don't know why. And next up, we have that. a guest call from VD. Yeah, he made sure he kept his list safe so he wouldn't feel like he was being disrespected this time. So VD's list is pretty routine but since louis didn't want to explain why pillow is in the top 10 midfielder of all time duck, he is duck, clearly duck TikTok, he's, that's why he's fit that's why he's but he's fit. not he's not in your top 10 if it was your he's list you wouldn't have made it he's not which i think why Steve just why is crazier from jvm's list no no no, no, no. Missing but but jvm explains why wait who did you who did you not have, you didn't have gerard me, yeah, me, JVM explains. I, I have, least. I have I my like players in the same in, in tiers. Gerald is in the same tier as the players up to seventh. Same tier. So I don't know why you don't okay. have Pillow at fifth. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just uh, the gap from like Pillow. eight, eight, nine to ten, and the gap to from fifth to missing out is crazier. So don't try, Louis. <laughs> just because you had him at first, don't no, try. I just think that. Like, like I said, Perlo, Perlo could interchange in there for Paul Scholes. But for me, the argument, my argument for Paul Scholes still stands. In, and and Perlo was, uh, was a pinnacle and influential player in a very elite, in very elite sides. Just like Paul Scholes was an elite and pinnacle player in an in in a elite side. It's, it's six to one. Yeah. You need to put this like this, is, this is crazy. Pirlo remains disrespected. Yeah, uh, yeah. Louis don't know ball. Let's let's yeah, just move that, on. That, Louis don't know ball. Louis don't know ball. You didn't have KDB either. Not having Perlo is worse than not having KDB. No, his explanation. His explanation was good. KDB is not finished yet. He didn't have any players that are still playing. Like okay. he did have one, Perlo's he did have one, but and he's not in my list. Oh, okay. oh yeah, he had one. Okay, but yeah, but, but that one is is arguably he... yeah, yeah. 
So top that's, top tier. That's the person who's actually in fourth with yeah. 37 points. So it's a eight-point gap between him and Pirlo. So the person in fourth is Luka Modric. And Which I think is this is the, I think I this is the first player who everyone had in their list. And so, he is done. <laughs> I think Luka Modric. Actually, is I'm I'm a liar. I'm a liar. There is one person who didn't have Modric in their list. Who who do you guys think didn't have Modric in their list? Luya shows. Shows. Louis Louis Louis. Or shows. <laughs> so JVM is saying he thinks Louis and shows are the biggest. Fuck you, JVM. I swear, that's you. I that's what he's saying. <laughs> Instead JVM of JVM, just said he believes Louis and shows are the two biggest. Bro, you can't blame me. Like, who, who have been the two people to make like the craziest thing in our, in our top ten? Yeah, Joe, that one. JVM has a tier of podcasters, and you just put me in there with shows as well. That's fuck. <laughs> well, you guys are gonna be surprised because the person who didn't have um, Modric in is AK. AK never had Modric in the top. I'm not 10. surprised. Okay. It, there was like. There was, you know, when 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 he googled when he googled the article must have been from like 2015. So much much had made it. He had Johan Cruyff right. He forgot to watch the year. Might have been 2016. <laughs> yeah, the list, the, the internet gave him a list that was a bit too old. So, it was like, let me just put KDV in. So, it I looks want like I'm to caring. talk about Modric <laughs> after the other three. Uh, I will know, just say, goes. um, VD had Modric in at fifth, I had him in at fourth, JVM had him in at fourth, um, Yusuf had him in at fourth, Louis had him in at sixth, and Shows had him in at fifth. So me, Yusuf, and JVM were all on the same page, had him just outside the top three. Which I think the same with the other n- number five, right? I, I, um, I, don't, I don't think Modric that. Yes, we but. all had the same number five as well. So we, we've been on the same page the last two selections. So I guess I guess we know ball. I guess we know ball. You know, we, you know, like, you know, we know ball. <laughs> Yo, Louis, God help you. I don't figure out how to do this thing, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think I think you guys in the chat can figure out who the top three is. I think it's pretty explanatory who is going to be in the top three. Um, in third place, I, I will say the gap between third and second is much bigger than the gap between first and second. First and second was a two-point gap. It was very close. Third, there's a slight gap. I mean, Modric had 37. The person in third had 54. So the top three was pretty set. But the person who just finished in third and couldn't sneak his way up was Xavi. Xavi finished in third. Shows had him in at fourth. Louis had him in at sixth. Yusuf had him in at third. JVM had him in at third. VD had him in at third. AK had him in at third. And I had him in at first. So I got Xavi 10 points, but everyone else had him in round third and fourth. I said a couple of weeks ago, I think Xavi's the best midfielder of all time. Yeah. Um, I look at what he was bringing to that Barcelona side to me. A big key aspect for midfielders for me, which I think gets underspoken about, Weight of pass, the ability to just know how to play the ball to your teammate, whether you need to visit him, whether you need to say it, knowing how to time a pass, all those things. For me, Xavi was like the master for me, the best passer of all time, in my opinion, just the amount of passes he could make. Also, to me, the way he could carry the ball is very underrated because you obviously had Iniesta, who was seen as the more technically gifted one. But for me, Xavi was just not just as good, but he could also bring that to the table alongside the fact that he could read the game extremely well he was extremely press resistant 
And even if you look at those Spain teams like 08, um, 2010, for me, Xavi was always their best player. The way I was just watching Spain, I thought Xavi was the most influential player for those teams, which is why I couldn't have Iniesta above Xavi, in my opinion. I think the Zidane conversation is one I'm willing to have. I'm just someone who has said many times, I think Zidane's slightly overrated, which is why I have Xavi over him. But Xavi coming in at third, I think is respectable. It's what I expected before I made this list. And most of you guys have him in at third. So I think Xavi is ranked pretty fairly. I do want to know why Louis had um, Kaka and Kevin De Bruyne above Xavi. Because I think that's crazy. I've heard crazier things. Louis <laughs> don't know ball. No, that's Louis' opinion on on that on their specific ball. Okay. Yes. How is Kaka better than Xavi? Hey, How? Kaka? No. <laughs> Gerard, I've accepted any list I make where Gerard could make it, he's going to be number one. So I accept that from Louis. Gerard, so good, and KDB, well, crazy. Could well, make every list that we have. I mean, he has played on the right before, so if we make, couldn't make list, number one Ger- goalkeeper. Gerard's I'm telling you, yeah. yo, yo, Louis, if we make a goalkeeper's list and you put Gerard on the list, <laughs> just know if I do that, you've said crazier. Louis, I need an explanation. I need crazy to thing it can't just be because hey, of the it's similar it to the explanation be. I gave before. Like honestly, when we do these lists, like it's sometimes hard to put certain men in different spots. The criteria is tough because it's such a fluid criterion. Uh you gotta ask yourself if you switched it out those two players, would that team be just as uh just as dominant and successful as they were? It's hard to say, but I honestly think it, they, they, that midfielder, if you had a midfield of Busquets, Iniesta, and Kaká, probably going to nev- What the fuck? It's going to be shit. That's not going to be shit. It's going to be shit. It's going to be shit. Champions League, no La Liga, nothing. It is going to be shit. No support. Do you realize Javi? The Javi's importance in the Barcelona team. You know, the only okay. reason we are t- speaking about the Busquets the way we are speaking free. about is because of how brilliant Javi was to come down constantly to help Busquets. Like, constantly. He was the only person in midfield aware enough to constantly come down to help Busquets. When Iniesta goes... He's- wait, wait. Sorry, sorry Yusuf. Um, successfully. He's... Um, he's um percentage of passing was high and you and you're completing the most most the most passes in the world mm-hmm. successfully cool. and it was progressive passes as well yeah so shabby cool. yeah i'm yeah like yeah I'm, and i'm not even talking about that because we all know that about him i'm talking about his brilliance like his awareness on the pitch understanding constantly of the game. Ca- understanding of the game to constantly come down Mind you, most of the defensive duties in the midfield was being done not by the defensive midfielder, but by Xavi. If you actually watch that Barcelona team, most of the defensive duties in midfield. And you know, Xavi used to be like a six. So he understood how to get into tackles like that. He understood how to win the balls. That is what I'm saying. He was like one of the most, he was the important piece in midfield just because of his awareness to like, you know, cater for everybody. And with him doing that, he didn't have to give up his game, you know? And that is just amazing. Like, for you to know and cater for everybody's game, but not have to give up your game to do all of that. 
he will still fulfill his duties to the max. And that is why I think Javi is amazing. And honestly, it was a mistake me putting him below Iniesta on my list. He was supposed to be above Iniesta. But after the list, I had sent it and I couldn't like really text it back because I so rated it. Would, it wouldn't it would make a difference. Iniesta finished nine points above. So I would have I would have put in Javi ahead of Iniesta personally. And I'm not saying well, I, I agree personally. With that too. Yeah, because it's just that, one yeah. spot, so people should just be like, it's just one spot, like second and third. Well, well, speaking of Iniesta, he is the person who came in second. He had sixty-three points, so he was pretty comfortably ahead of um, Xavi, which is mm-hmm. just, excuse me, which is disappointing to me. But Iniesta did come in um, second. Louis doesn't know ball. I mean, shows had Iniesta at number one. Louis had Iniesta at number three. Yusuf had him at two, but he did say he believes he should be at three but it, louis i mean yusuf had him in at number two jvm so we had iniesta in at the same place and he just said i don't know ball because of because uh, xavi because of xavi xavi, no, one, xavi two, below kaka and kdb is criminal bro one two three was already set even before the list started. One two three four. So, yeah i i started one two three four. four i started the top four i started with xavi I'm not yeah. going to say the order, but I started with Xavi, Modric, Iniesta. I started with my first my four two. guys. I started with them easily. I started with my first two. I, I need yeah, to talk about number four, number four in a minute because I think number four, the way we talk about Gerard the first three, I think is no longer three. I think it's a four. Yeah, Modric needs to be... About in a second. Yeah, Modric, yeah, yeah, yeah. He needs that to start is getting that into that true. conversation that a bit true. more. It's four. It's not three. It's four. Seriously. It's four, actually. It's four. But, um, yeah, JVM had him yeah, at so second. I had him at second. Yes. VD had him at second. And AK had him at second. So he's a pretty unanimous second besides shows who had him in at number one and Louis who had him in at number three. So Iniesta was, like, the least controversial one, I guess. Everyone had him in basically yeah, the same spot. Yeah, it's love. It's love. Like, with Iniesta, it's love. Like, I, do think, I do think Xavi is a better player, but I understand that Iniesta, like... Mm-hmm. In terms of his ability on the ball to carry the ball, he was much more, I guess, skillful in a way. He could dribble much, not much. He should dribble better than Xavi. So I understand it, but I do think Xavi was a better player, in my opinion. Yo, Mars, you're convincing does... me. You're convincing me with this Xavi. I think, I think Xavi, I think Xavi gets slept no, on. Is, I think it's it because is. of like, like Xavi gets slept on. I think, on. I think it's because a lot of people didn't watch like Barcelona. Oh, I did in before Iniesta. And, and, and they watched like that. I, they watched like the highlights of Iniesta, and he was so good dribbling the ball. But if you watch those Barcelona teams, I think even Iniesta would admit Xavi was much. I've always said I think Xavi was the most important player in that midfield, like easily for me. Yes. Yeah, and Agree. like I just You're look at me. how. And if we're talking about press resistant midfielders, Xavi for me, like I don't know who you put above him. There's not Shh. many players who, if you press them. <laughs> He makes you look ridiculously stupid for trying to trying to. Him and Busquets are definitely up there. I agree with you. It's Yo, crazy. And like... when it comes to press, and Modric, press but I'll get into my Modric agenda in a minute. Bro, Modric. Too. When it comes to press resistance, you Iniesta, bro. Iniesta. Yeah, Iniesta's in, 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 in up there. That as well. whole Barcelona well. midfield was crazy presses, and that's why yeah. because I, I tried I to do similar Mar- things with Bayern Munich. It wasn't as fluid because of the fact that you have Arturo Vidal trying to be press resistant. Like, there's a reason it didn't work. There was a season, there was a season, I think, and that wasn't even Barcelona's heydays, you know? That was like getting to the decline. There was a season, I did this with like friends of mine, right? I think we got like 
the whole season we like we were watching all of the games together right so there was like one of our parties who was like the biggest barcelona fan right so he brought a game for us to do we sit watch every game and see how many times iniesta loses the ball <laughs> he doesn't see how many times modric loses starts, the ball but okay that's that's good modric Modric doesn't and I'm not talking about me looking at stats like we were actually seated yeah, yeah, like yeah. actually like it was a game we played like Modric doesn't bro like there's times you think he lost the ball a pass comes out of it the, 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 those top four all of those guys they're just ridiculous like for me yeah. Pirlo was my number five but Pirlo is just a step below those four guys Yes, yeah, those guys it's T one and T two, and T one ranking is off preference. I'm done with your tears, Jaden. And then number, we well, have to rank them in tears. <laughs> number one, yeah, with number one, two points above Iniesta with 65 out of 70, so very high on everyone's list. Was Zinedine Zidane? Shows had him in at third behind Iniesta and Ronaldinho. Louis had him at second behind Gerard. Yusuf had him number one. <laughs> JVM had him number one. Oh. I had him number three behind Xavi and Iniesta. VD had him number one and AK had him number one. So Zidane, number one on pretty much every list besides three, where Louis, we know he's not coming above Gerard. I've said my opinion on Zidane. That's not even that crazy either. That's it not is. crazy. It is. Yes, it is. It's yes, not. It is. It's not crazy. It is. No, it's not. It is. Louis, and the fact that you think it's not crazy is worrying. With the football, it like... Louis, the fact that you think it's not crazy is crazy. The fact that you think it's not crazy is crazy. The fact that you think it's not crazy is crazy. Louis single-handedly gets Gerald so high on these lists that I don't even feel like I have to rank Gerald because I know Louis is going to get him high on the list anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's really yeah. crazy. But like, yo, bro, Louis, Zidane, Gerard gets in any team in the world today. He wouldn't get into that prime I said Gerard gets in any team today. But would he get get into that prime Barcelona team? Now you're going to start talking about systems. I get to bring up systems. I get to bring up systems. If you guys get to bring up systems to every single argument. And that's a fair one to bring up. But do you think Zidane doesn't? What? Nice. Get into any team? Because you just said what? Your okay, explanation okay, is hey, hey, gets no, 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 no. Because no, by saying that, you're making it seem like I made that argument that Zidane couldn't. Zidane could walk into any midfields today as well. So why you? But so does Gerard, and so does number three on my list, and like all, all ten of these really should. But I, I still think that, like, Gerard does, for sure, wholeheartedly, any team today. please name me a team today that Gerard doesn't get in. This Liverpool team. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> he wouldn't want to be in this. And your name ain't JVM. JVM, you didn't put Gerard on the list. He wouldn't want I to do, be in this. Does, does think, Gerard I, really start ahead of... um? For Man United, I don't think he gets into this uh, city team. <laughs> this city midfield yeah. is crazy. You don't think Steven Gerrard gets into this Man City midfield? Well, he doesn't start ahead of Rodri. With, with Rodri, the Bruin, and then Gunnar Silva, I don't think he does. 
Suck uh, me off. I, I, think, I, I, think, I, I think I I think I take him with Rodrigues. I think I take him with Rodrigues. The role that Gundogan plays in that team. You're not asking me who's the better player. You're asking me the way the City team play, the way that Teg... Pep has this team playing. Do I Whatever think Gerald could play the same role? I don't think Gerald fits Pep's system. I don't think Gerald exactly. Fits so that was the that was the question. But I do That's think I do think I would probably. I think play him. Gerald is one of the only players, and I'm supporting Louis on this. I think Gerald is one of the only players that fits in every system. Not this Pep system. Even this Pep system. Mm, I don't, I don't think know. So. What would you need? Wait. What would you need Gerald to do in this Pep system? What Rodri is doing? It's out of Gerard's game. He, he can't play that. <laughs> not, not that he can't play that uh, Rodri role, but he, he wouldn't be able to play, play as the, well as Rodri has been. The, yeah, I don't think he can play the Rodri role as well as Rodri, which is why I wouldn't start him. I think the yeah, only replacement taking, he could make is Gerard instead of Gundogan, which I'm fine with. I'm, I'm and you know, you know, you you're know making that... me disrespect Gerard with these questions, like bro. No, Where but I don't want Like he would fit into this city team. He like, wouldn't Gerard, start with Rodri. Like the, the only, the only argument you could have is Gundogan. That's the only argument. Definitely not head of the brain. Definitely yeah. not. Well, obviously. Yeah, he can. He can still start there. Still. He can have him. He's not doing the brains. Not ahead of the Not doing the brains He's not doing the brains no, he, might have to, he might have to play right back like he used to when he was young. He might have to play right back. And he can play then. anywhere. That's the thing. <laughs> even then. Anywhere. And now that now that Mars has said that, I never said he did. That was a joke. <laughs> yeah, when we if we do a full if we do a full backs list, Gerard is about to be number one again. It's gonna it's crazy. And uh, yeah, Louis, I feel you on this. I feel you on this. Did a bit did a gig at right back as well. Jamie Carragher did do. Time if you put Jamie, he doesn't know ball. Like, Jamie Carragher doesn't know Jamie ball. Carragher is crazy. Let's like, not be talking about worst. Jamie Carragher, bro. He doesn't know ball. But I think, I think, and do you know how I know he doesn't know ball? You know, recently they've been doing like some games on their show, like asking like easy footballing questions. You think bro. Jamie Carragher don't know ball? No, like there's trivia questions. Easy football. His take on Martinez, bro. What, he don't like Emmy Martinez? No, on Lissandra Martinez. Lissandra. He doesn't like any player that isn't a Liverpool player. That's not true. He grew up an Everton fan, which is crazy. Yeah, that's nuts to me. But um, I think, I think is there anything we have to say about Zidane that isn't already known? Like, no. I, we, we all know Maestro. who's in Zidane. Yeah, the, the, only thing, the only thing I'm, I'm going to say about Zidane is not really relating to Zidane, just the top four. It's just those guys, they Tier, tier one uh, midfielders, and if you want to put one ahead of the other, I'm not too mad at that. Yeah, my the only thing I'd say was about Modric and Mars. You, I'm not like coming at you and saying that Xavi isn't like doesn't deserve to be number one, but I'm talking about Modric. Like the way we talk about the, the, the top three, I think Modric is in that conversation as a dribbler. I think he's in the same tier as um, Sidan and Iniesta. His ability to um. Re- uh, was it retain the the press or resist the press? Sorry, Real Madrid. If you watch that Real Madrid team, Real Madrid became really really successful once they began putting Modric as the as the initiator of offense. That whole Real Madrid mid- midfield goes through Modric almost every single time. And just look at the way um, the amount of progressive carries that Modric has. Modric would come down and fair. He wasn't as good as a passer from deep as Xavi. But the way he would resist the press and bring the ball forward, I think it is extremely underrated. His passing is also underrated because I think it's also tier one passing. And then those other things, they talk about those other three guys. I think Modric is just in the same tier as them. 
So Modric needs to be in that conversation more and more. I think number I, four. I agree. I do think. I think sorry. Top four is locked. Okay. It's locked. I, I no, no, do that was agree. it. That was it. I just want to say, I think Modric suffers a bit from. He gets. I don't want to say hate, but he gets a lot of people underrated. like. Yeah, I would does. say underrated, and I think he gets underrated because of the fact he won the Ballon d'Or. Yeah. I yeah. don't know if that makes sense, but him winning the Ballon d'Or, does. people believe he didn't deserve it, has now made people want to just discredit or everything he's actually achieved and how well he played in that 2018 year just because they believe someone else deserved the Ballon d'Or. Whether or not you believe he deserved the Ballon d'Or or not is irrelevant to the fact that Modric for maybe the past decade has been at the very worst a top three midfielder in the world. And people forget what he was doing at Tottenham before he joined Madrid. At and Tottenham, Dinamo. He was, and he, he was in the Euro 2016 of the season in the competition with the likes of Fabregas, Xavi, and etc. Was he was like 23, 21, playing for Dinamo Zagreb, playing for Croatia, and made the team of the year that season. Yeah, Modric has been a for too long. And when it comes to me and like the midfielders list, I'm like the old heads with Jordan, right? Zidane isn't coming off number one. Okay. I can respect it. I can respect it. I mean, Zidane yeah, I'll take everybody two, three, four. I can change it, interchange it. Yo, Mars, <laughs> you can be Ted. But Zidane <laughs> isn't coming off number one. You can't argue, you can't argue, Zidane. But I will read through our top 10 one more time and then we'll wrap it up. So. Um, number one, Zinedine Zidane. Number two, Andres Iniesta. Number three, Xavi. Number four, Modric. Number five, Andrea Pirlo. Number six, Busquets. Number seven, Gerard and Kevin De Bruyne. Number nine, Kante. And number 10, Frank Lampard, Yaya Torre and Ronaldinho. So that's our, num- that's our top 10. In the comments after this, leave your top 10s. We'll see how it compares. And yeah, I want to we'll see. Do another tier list soon. Well, combined top 10. Hatim, Hatim, and a couple of the dudes in the chat. I want to see your top ten. You guys keep yapping yeah. and yapping. I want to see your top ten. Ideas as well, instead of just chatting shit. Yeah, <laughs> coming up, always coming at me and Louis. Nah, don't put me in use of tears. <laughs> I can speak for me, man. If you guys yeah. have if you guys have any top tens you want us to do, because I have a few in, in mind, but if you have any you want us to do, just leave them in the comments as well. I'll, we'll probably get around to it. So you guys can pretty much decide how we rank things because I don't want to do everything. I'm trying I'm to actually, outsource my work. I'm actually setting up a, a GoFundMe uh, to educate. To, the funds will go towards education for the likes of use of shows, JVM, and just... Uh, progressing and upgrading their ball knowledge uh, and just increasing their overall capacity to retain and absorb football knowledge. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's thank you. So, the link we'll, we'll put the link and any bit helps. How did Fred make the Brazilian national team? Because he's that guy. What do you mean? Roberto Firmino not making it's criminal. Uh, Gabriel, your your guys, like Gabriel Jesus, gone missing. Uh, thanks, thanks, guys. Thank you guys for watching. We'll see you guys next week at the same time. We're not about to disrespect Arsenal players, so we'll see you guys at the same time next week. On it might time. be another top ten, and we'll be on time. Like today, I was on time, perfectly on time. Yusuf on time, was on time, baby. So I was on time. 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 I was on time. 
Yusuf was on time. So um, maybe some of the fans go towards watch. Well, I was on before Louis, right? No, no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. But we'll see you guys next week. So yeah. Peace. But, no, you-